Yep. Oh, yeah. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Chick Foley Show, where Chick Foley is not here. It's uh, it's uh, the Phil and Marco show tonight. Marco Denton in Boston, Massachusetts. What's up, dude? Yeah, nothing much. It's, uh, sipping on some high noons, just uh, enjoying this, like, kind of kind of nice night over here it's not too freezing so just enjoying this uh nice weather we're having until march hits and there's a snowstorm <laughs> oh, <laughs> something God. like that so don't even say that this is the first <laughs> february since they've been keeping records in maryland that we haven't had any snow that's pretty impressive Insane. yeah i bought i've i've probably talked about this on the podcast i bought a snowblower with the with like Two or three of the neighbors, we all went in on it. It's not, you know, it was like a $200 snowblower, nothing expensive. It And like two years ago. And since then, it's probably snowed two times. Maybe like, you know, two or three inches. Nothing serious. Like, it's just been, ins- it's just been like rotting in my garage now. Like, <laughs> it's just like, if you ever like not want snow to not happen, just buy a snowblower and that'll, that'll do it. So I guess we're uh, on our way to spring. We're on our way to uh, WrestleMania and uh, we have a big, uh, big show tonight, Marco. Again, Sheena is not here. She has the, uh, the kids she has to corral, but we are going to preview Super Showdown this week. We are going to recap a, a big, big weekend at New York Toy Fair. A uh, ton of stuff to get to from that. And, uh, you know, just general merriment. But the biggest news is you are sipping on uh, a high noon uh, hard seltzer. And oh, yeah. uh, I want to know what your thoughts are on that because that might be the official summer drink of the Chick Foley show. Yeah. So um, I know everyone does the uh, the White Claws. That's the, uh, that's the name brand. Um drink of choice when it comes to that that type of drink but um like i told you i tried them all i've tried the the corona refrescas i tried the i even tried truly's not a big fan of that but um um so you obviously you talk about the high noons a lot so i was like you know what i'm gonna stop by one of the stores we have here and see what see what the high noons about so um they actually have my flavor i do like like i told you before i do the uh i do a vodka pineapple which they do have a vodka and soda pineapple. So I was super excited about that. Um, you know, I was supposed to do a video. I didn't do the video taste test, which I'm very upset about because I just wanted to get right to it. But um, no, I was. It's it's gonna be my drink of choice. I'll tell you that much. For like, you can. It's not just a summer drink. Like you can drink it like all year all year long. It's like that to me anyway. I'm not sure if everyone is gonna think that way, but I uh, no, that's my drink of choice, especially. Uh, if beers are too heavy, which they are, you don't want to drink beers every night or every other night or however you drink. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, definitely on the weekends, the, uh, the high noon sun sips are going to be my uh, uh, my choice. I'm going to try out the other flavors, but I think I'm going to stick with the uh, the vodka pineapples because that's nice. my drink anyway when I go yeah. out. So yeah, no, great A plus in right. my opinion. Good. I'm, a, I'm the, drinking uh, a middle light here. Uh, hopefully <laughs> that will be – I'm on the other end of the spectrum. I'm drinking some shitty light beer. And uh, <laughs> we're, we're, we're trying really hard on social media to make that our official 
uh, beer of the podcast. We'll see if we get oh, some nice. uh, donations from them. But uh, thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it. Again, Sheena is not here, but uh, me and Marco are. Uh, so if you want to hit us up, you can hit us up at uh, our email addresses. It's phil at com. It's marco at com. What's the other one? Ask ask at, at, at chickfolyshow.com? Yes, that's to ask the questions or comments yeah. or concerns or if you want to throw hate mail, whatever yeah. you want to do. Yeah. And if you're so uh, there. If you're a Korean or a, a Asian female from 18 to 35, you can uh, shoot me an email at uh, ass at chickfolyshow.com. Uh, I'd be happy to uh, answer any uh, questions you have there. And oh, uh, we have some new Patreon subscribers. We have one, two, three, four, five, six, I think six or seven. John Fuentes, Raymond Crumpo, Michael P.S. Haynes. Joshua Mark, J&J Toy Giants, and Craig Huffstetler. Craig, huge shout out to Craig, who I messaged and said, hey man, what's your Twitter and Instagram handle? I'd love to follow you back. And he said, I don't even have Twitter or Instagram. And I was wow. instantly jealous of his life because <laughs> that, that sounds like uh, he, is, he is doing things right. But he is, uh, he is a Patreon member. If you want to become a Patreon member, go to chickfolyshow.com. You can uh, sign up for all of our levels there. We would appreciate it. All of the uh, money goes back into our show. And um, the highest level gets you not only a Chick Foley t-shirt, you can co-host a segment on the podcast, but you will also be uh, inducted into the Chick Foley Hall of Fame, you know. Uh, so that would be pretty cool uh, to do. So uh, check it out there. It starts at a dollar a month. You get into our, our uh, Facebook group. You can buy, sell, and trade figures with us there. And uh, we have a ton of info from that uh, coming up in our Go Figure segment because I've been buying and selling from people like a uh, drunken hobo. Uh, in the last week or so so i know you've been getting some stuff with people been doing giveaways and it's just been pretty crazy but uh, we have an awesome com- community of people on the facebook group that have been uh going back and forth so uh yeah uh check us out there you can follow us on twitter at chick foley show on twitter and it's at chick foley on instagram to follow sheena and uh, the best place to check us out there uh, let's spend just a couple minutes going over SmackDown and Raw before we get into uh, we got Revolution this weekend. We have uh, Super Showdown tomorrow, uh, mm-hmm. which is a uh, random Saudi Arabia Thursday afternoon show, which are always fun. And uh, so a lot of wrestling over the next couple of days, man. Um, what what uh, anything big from SmackDown and Raw that we should touch on? Besides, uh, we saw Goldberg showing up on SmackDown. We got some more. Uh, definitioned into the Otis uh, storyline where Mandy Rose was uh, eating with uh, uh, Dolph Ziggler, Ziggler and, yeah. and all kinds of stuff, man. It's, uh, you know, I, SmackDown's been, been a miss for me lately just because on Friday nights it's just tough to get in front of a TV. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just been kind of uh, lackluster, I feel like, when I look at the results and when I look at the, 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 the highlights. Yeah, it's really hard to uh, write, like, the uh... – we do like the, I do the show notes, so it's kind of hard to like get excited about SmackDown. There, like you're correct, there isn't much going on. Um, the biggest thing was uh, Goldberg showing up um, uh, this past Friday night and uh, coming face to face with the with the Fiend and uh, giving the old the good old Goldberg spare and taking him down. And then obviously the Fiend disappears after the fact. But it, it was a pretty cool showdown just seeing them and then seeing the ring together just to see like the size difference in the face off that you will see to uh tomorrow 
at the uh, Saudi show. But um, the other the other weird thing I thought that they had was that. Did you see that Symphony of Destruction match that they had? I did not. No. Uh, do you know what this is? From SmackDown, you talked about. Yeah. Is this was this the Fiend versus uh? What was no, this? No. So, no. So it was a uh, so it was a uh, kind of like a tag match with a. Uh, uh, Shinsuke and uh, Cesaro against uh, Braun Strowman and oh my god, who, I'm forgetting who he's partnering up. Anyway, um, so basically the match consisted of instruments around the ring, and they were to use the instruments on each other. It's so like cellos and like okay. guitars. Oh, actually, Elias. That's who he teamed with. It was Braun Strowman and Elias. That makes sense. Against, um, so yeah, so they did that whole thing and um. It looked like they had a grand piano out there, right? And uh, oh, Jesus. yeah, it was it was it was it's pretty massive. I'm not sure it was supposed to break or do something, but it it didn't uh, for the spot that they did. So Braun Strowman uh, went up for his uh, signature power slam. So he's standing on the announce table. The grand piano is right next to the announce table. He has Shinsuke up in his power slam. Does it? Doesn't break, but it like kind of splits the. The top part that like flips up where you can see the strings, and it like sl- I guess it like slice the back of Shinsuke's head open because yeah. you just see like blood everywhere. Yeah, he looked like he was in pain. <laughs> he was like grabbing the back of his head. I did see the video yeah. of that. Yeah, he. Yeah, it wasn't it was, like uh, you could tell like he was in in pretty serious pain. Yeah. Yeah, so it looked like it like I'm not sure if like a I think it, like it's when it's split like a piece that's went in just like probably stabbed him in the back of the head. Um, but yeah, I think it was supposed to break away and it didn't. I think it was just supposed to like go inward. Um, you would think that like like Braun Strowman and Shinsuke, he's not a small guy. They'd be able to like actually do something like that, but it didn't happen. But that was probably the coolest thing that happened on there, other than the uh, Goldberg and Fiend showing up. But other than that, same thing with Naomi and Bailey and, and Carmella. There's nothing to do with that, so we probably just move on from, from SmackDown. <laughs> yeah, let's, just, let's just move on. Yeah, uh, Raw. We saw Brock returning, which was cool. I can't believe that you know, a, you know, not not to, not to harp on AEW that I've been known to do, but I haven't heard anyone say anything about Jericho has not defended or re- even wrestled. I mean, they have a weekly TV show. And Jericho has not wrestled once in in, in this entire calendar year. Uh, but uh, people never seem to really give him shit. People were shitting on Brock, you know, left and right. That's the cool thing to do. Um, yep. You know, Brock Brock has been making more appearances regularly on Raw than he used to. So um, I personally like the the fact that Brock is just kind of a, a special attraction for the pay-per-views. I think it adds a little bit and makes me want to tune into them, but, you know, that's just me. Um, we saw the first ever uh, elimination uh, chamber contract signing. Have they ever done a contract signing for Elimination Chamber? I feel like that's like a new, a new thing. Like that's, you know, it was, it was super random. Yeah, I think it, yeah. From what I remember, yeah, I think it's like the. I think that is the first time that they ever did that. Um, and obviously, if you know contract signings, they always go to plan. So that didn't end up in a brawl at all or anything like that. Um, there were some cool faceoffs that uh, that I like to see. I think I tweeted this like a while ago. That I always wanted to see Shayna Baszler and um, uh, Natty have a match. And for some reason, uh, Shayna Baszler comes out. She's the last one to come out after everyone signs it. And she's walking around the table. And she actually, like, stops at Natty. And then they kind of have a face-off. And I was like, huh, maybe they are going to go forth with uh, with these two. Because in my, in my eyes, I'm not sure if, if you think this as well. I think they would be, like, a really good, like, technical match. 
um, like a matchup, uh, Natty and Shayna. What do you think about that? As, I, can, as like I a, can't, Marco. I, you don't like, I know you don't like. <laughs> Marco, I've never really disagreed with you on this show. I feel like we almost agree too much, but I don't think I've ever disagreed with someone more about something than uh, calling Natty Natalia, whatever her name is, a technical. I think they're a completely different class. I think that's bringing a Big Mac to Ruth Chris Steakhouse. Oh man! Well, I mean, I mean, it's maybe that's in my own mind. I, I can see. Think, o- I mean, I I, I I would get excited for Oscar versus Shayna Baszler. I feel like you know maybe they're a little bit too similar, but I feel like that would be a more technical kind of MMA style match. Um, yeah, that's that's true. I don't know if it'd be more wrestling based. I feel like it'd be more like striking based, but uh, I, I just can't get b- behind anything Natalia does. I did. Want to, I did want to touch on the fact, and we'll get into the NXT a little bit because NXT and AEW just happened tonight. Uh, we saw Charlotte wrestle Bianca Belair. I was thinking today, how cool would it be if anybody, Finn Balor or Charlotte or somebody, and, and it kind of throws me back to when Bret Hart was like, he would go to Canada and he would be like the the you know he would be like basically the Hulk Hogan of Canada, and he would come yeah. to the U.S. and be hated. Like, how cool would it be if you could do like? Finn Balor would still be on Raw and come out with the paint and stuff and be like a huge fan favorite and then still be on NXT and be like a heel like and just be like or or Charlotte like she could just shit on like yeah I, I'm better than NXT blah 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 and she would be a heel in NXT and a face on Raw and I think that would be a cool like depending on who you did I don't I mean I don't really care who it is but I think that would be yeah. a cool like kind of contrast between like and that would really create like a difference between the brands. I don't know. I think it would be cool. I think that's kind of what they're doing with Charlotte a little bit here. She seems to be the heel against Me? Bianca and and Rhea. So, yeah. Do you think she's a face on when she's on Raw? Like, uh, she. I mean, she was until you know, till Royal Rumble. I guess she. They kind of switched her over. So yeah. I mean, that's yeah. that's that that's isn't correct anymore. But, <laughs> um. You know, I, I just think it. I just think it's cool. Uh, we saw. Well, let's finish up on Raw. We saw. We talked about the Elimination Chamber contract signing. Um, Montez Ford versus Seth Rollins was a match that everybody was talking about, and uh, I think you or Sheena have talked about that. You think you know Ford is a, a future. I think it's maybe Sheena, but I think you echoed yeah. the tool that that Montez Ford is a future, you know, world champion. I, I mean, I, I see it too. I think he has you know charisma out the ass. I think he's. An awesome addition. I think I would love to see him as a singles guy going forward if we can. But um, there were some pictures floating around of him in Saudi Arabia with like his hair, you know, totally different look for him, almost like a like a cult leader type of look, where his hair isn't slicked back and he's just kind of like his hair is just kind of all over the place. And uh, you know, I just love what they've done with Seth Rollins. I I, I wasn't really buying in to begin with, but uh, I think his whole movement now has been great. And hopefully they can keep this going because uh, I don't want to see this whole thing split up. I want to see him as a heel going forward. He's just he's just better as a heel. I mean that's bottom line. Yeah, even I think that's just his how. I mean, obviously, like if you ever watch him like in interviews and stuff like that, he's doesn't seem like he's like a like a mean guy or anything like that. He's just like a regular dude, but he just plays a heel so well um, that yeah, I don't think they should ever change like who he is. Even if people cheer him, he should still act the same. Like don't change at all because I like I love the like the little yeah. things like I was talking to somebody at work today um, who's also a wrestling fan and I was talking they were, we were talking about how he like when he walks down the aisle now he does like the like he like he shakes hands with people and he like bows to them and stuff like that like he's like 
Like he's pray, like he's like blessing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's great. Yeah, he's really. I mean, he's bought into the gimmick for sure. You know, <laughs> and he, he's still a heel, and he's still, but he's still smiling and stuff like that. He's still like uh, doing his thing, like trying to be kind of like a baby face, but not really a baby face because um, you obviously you know he's a heel. Um, but I, I actually want to get like Sheeta's take on this, like the Montez Ford Seth Rollins back, because she, how she's like a huge fan of both guys. So I was wondering if she was like torn <laughs> between like who she wanted to win or not. Um, I mean, she'd probably pulled for Seth winning the match, but like at the same time, since she's such a huge fan of uh, Montez Ford as well, um, I thought he had a actually really awesome showing. Like he's like their styles are a little bit different. Uh, Montez Ford is obviously he's a more of a high flyer than anything. I would say, or he just has more ups than Seth Rollins. But uh, yeah. they just like they gelled really well from from what I've seen anyway. Other people might have a different take on that, but I thought it was a really solid match and. I'm glad they actually had that happen. So, you know, you can see, like, him as a singles competitor. Because I don't think – I think everyone wanted to happen. But to actually see him in a singles match, that's something different. For sure. I forgot to mention, Marco, this segment is sponsored by our friends at Chalkline. You can u- uh-huh. use code CHICK, C-H-I-C-K, for 15% off of your order there. And – uh I mean, if you follow Sheena on Instagram, she has basically everything they've ever made before, wrestling-wise. Uh, but we had our Chick Foley jackets made there. Uh, it's definitely high quality. Uh, love their stuff. They have everything under the sun as far as wrestling uh, gear, and you definitely need to check them out. Um, then use that code fifteen percent off, man. Pretty pretty damn good deal. Um, uh, did you watch NXT tonight? I watched AEW for the last hour. I missed the the Pac and uh, Omega Iron Man match, but I saw the rest. What did What did you end up watching tonight? Um, I watched both. I actually had a I threw my uh, laptop on and I had two windows open. Look at you! Wow. To, yeah, I, I had to like dual dual wield some uh, wrestling tonight. But yeah, I had uh, I just signed into the TNT app. And then I signed it to the USA app and just had them both running at the same time. I'm so mad I missed the uh, I missed the Finn Balor segment, which yeah, something crazy good. happened. I heard that was good. Yeah. Um, and then Dream, Gavitine Dream came on and did and did something else, but it was on mute, so I couldn't hear. I was like, God damn it, I missed it. But um, other than that, I, both shows are actually really good. Um, um, I think I said before, it just said. Women's matches on AEW need a little bit more work, but um, I think they have like quality uh, women on their roster. They just need to uh, get it a little bit uh, fine tuned. But other than that, the whole the whole show I think top to bottom was great. The end segment, did you get to, you saw the Jericho way in and all that stuff? Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it was, that I was mean, pretty awesome. It was it was cool. I mean, it was basically. I have a problem with AEW that we, you know. I mean. Now they're bringing back the the announcer from WCW. I mean, we have like, I think there was an article from Cultaholic about like Tony Khan realized like all the stuff that WCW did wrong. You know that made WCW fail. Like, dude, you have like you're using Bash of the Beach as as one of your names. You're, you you have yep. old WCW commentators. You have a WCW announcer now. Like, like you have like wrestlers booking the shows, which, you know, when Kevin Nash and all those guys were booking was like the downfall of WCW. Like, I mean, I I still watch AEW and uh, I think this is actually the, the pay-per-view this weekend is going to be pretty good. I feel like the card is shaping up pretty well over the last couple weeks or so. They've added some pretty good matches that really didn't get too much of a, a buildup, but I think they're going to be pretty good. Um, so yeah, we will see, but, uh, 
I don't know. I mean, just doing doing the weigh-in thing. It, it was basically like a a you know raw contract signing type of type of thing. Like yeah, you, you knew what was going to happen. Um, exactly. Well, we'll get into that and Super Showdown. So let's let's preview both of those cards. We don't have Sheena here. She's ducking me. I'm trying to get that uh, title back. Uh, <laughs> she she. I don't think I've ever held that title, the prediction title, but. Um, I don't know. What do you want to get into first? Super Showdown or AEW Revolution before we do? We have a bunch of figure news from, from Toy Fair we need to get into. So I want to fly through some of these these cards. We have uh, a, a ton of wrestling going on over the next couple of days. Let's do let's do Revolution first. What do you think? Oh, yeah. We can do Revolution. All right. This just, this just announced this evening Pac versus Orange Cassidy. I believe this is Orange Cassidy's first uh, singles matchup in uh, AEW. Um, yes, it I, is. I don't know what to make of this. I, I feel like they can't have Pac lose to to Cassidy in this in this match, but maybe I'm wrong. I mean, obviously Orange Cassidy is one of the most over folks in that whole company. But yeah. uh, if you're positioning Pac as like a as a main eventer, I don't think you can have him lose to Orange Cassidy, right? Yeah, no, I don't think I don't think anyone's expecting Orange Cassidy to win. I think it's more more of a a match to get him over more, but not win the match. Uh, just to show off his um, his talent, because I don't think anyone. I, I obviously, if you you follow Orange Cassidy and all the other stuff he does, you know what he can do in the ring. Um, that just hasn't been shown in AEW yet. So I think it's just a match um, to get to get his move set out there and just to see what he's about instead of just showing up yeah. randomly and doing like his his Orange Cassidy uh, shtick there. But um, but yeah, what the best person to put with would be Pac. Um, cause you know, Pac's just going to like, he's going to be the professional. He's going to do what he can do to put him over as much as he can. But obviously yeah. Pac's going to come out on top. Yeah, it's I'm definitely a, a kind of a clash of styles, which I like. And I think, I think Pac will come out, but I think you're right. I think it'll elevate Cassidy. Uh, there'll probably be some kind of schmage finish. Uh, but, uh, it'll be a good match. And I think it'll be, I mean, I mean, he gets the biggest pop of the night usually for, for dynamite when he comes out, when I was there. It was definitely yeah. the case, so uh, that'll be good. Nyla Rose defending the belt against Chris Statlander, which I don't know why my girl Riho isn't getting a rematch, but uh, Statlander <laughs> gets... I don't think they can take the title off of Nyla Rose yet, but it should be... I mean, Chris Statlander is someone I, I really am hoping they, they focus on heavily going forward because she's super talented, but uh, I think Nyla Rose is going to keep the belt here. What do you think? Yeah, I think the same thing. Um if if Chris Statlander loses, it'd be something like uh, Swole will be next in line too, um, and they might do something between Chris Statlander and Swole because they kind of had like a face off. Uh, was it last week? I believe on the last AEW. Um, so it's just like them three are in the kind of like the the nucleus of the women's title there. So I just see them three just going back and forth. Um, and she, uh, Shanna, she's she might be the fourth. And that pitchers, they might throw her in there too, but yeah, but they had a yeah, four way def- match at uh, Dynamite tonight, and somebody I forget the chick's name who won, but um, yeah, uh, she's she's in there too. So I mean, they're they're definitely focusing more on the women's division in AEW. So I think we both have Nyla Rose winning there. This is a match oh, I think definitely could, could steal the show. I think Darby Allen versus Sammy Guevara. Oh my god, uh, would be I think one of the better matches on this card. Those guys. Um, it's it's fun to have a match whenever you look at like a wrestling card that you don't know who's going to win. I think either of these guys could win. I think they're both trying to, you know, they're trying to promote both of these dudes pretty heavily. Um, yeah. 
I, I don't know, man. I think it really depends on if they're putting Jericho over in the main event, if they're going to, you know, kind of have all his cronies lose or not, uh, because they're all in action here. Uh, what do you think about this match? Uh, yeah, it's a tough one. Um, it's definitely going to be a spot fest for the <laughs> the people out there that love uh, high-flying crazy stuff. You get to see that uh, coffin drop happen, which I'm excited for. Um, but, yeah, uh, I, th- I, I'm, I'm ca- I might – I think I might call it uh, an inner circle sweep of the night. I think they might win every single match. Really? And just completely dominate. That, that's, a, that's a possibility just to like keep it going with every all the other um, shows out there doing that. So like Undisputed Era winning everything and like all that type of stuff. So I, I, I can see it happen. I can see Jake Hager winning. Um, I can yeah. see Sammy Guevara winning. I can see Chris Jericho retaining. Um, but we'll get to that. I'll give you my two cents on that when we get to that match okay yeah i mean i i can't pick a winner here i think it's gonna be a damn good match so i i agree with you on the next match it's not gonna be a high flying match here but jake jake hager versus uh dustin rhodes uh no one will leave no one will leave the 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 the, the mat here on this one but uh two two horses going at it i think i'm surprised there wasn't really much build up for this uh jake yeah. hager de- debut um former uh Jack Swagger in WWE, but I, I think he goes over here. Uh, you know, Dustin Rhodes is just at this point. You know, you know he's goddamn. I mean, he's he's been since he had a fucking Galoob WCW wrestling figure. I mean, the dude, oh, is, yeah. <laughs> dude is fifty years old and he's still you know still humming, still still kicking ass. But I mean, he's a guy that uh, you know if you want someone to get over, he's he's a perfect opponent for. So. Uh, I think we both agree there. What do you think about this Omega and Adam Page against the Young Bucks match? They had a little uh, JR sit-down interview between the four of them uh, on uh, Dynamite this evening. And uh, there's obviously dissension in the ranks between Omega and Page. And uh, all of these guys are quote-unquote friends. And uh, I think it'll be a great match. I don't know if they'll keep this tag team together for very long. But you know, I see a program coming up You know, in the relatively not too distant future between Omega and Adam page. What do you think? Yeah, I could see that they might do like a, uh, like a, while they're still tag team champions, have a, have a match against each other. Kind of like, uh, stone cold. They would Shawn Michaels when they were tag champions and like, uh, Eddie Guerrero and Rey Mysterio, uh, when they had a, had a match like that. I could see that happening, but yeah, that, that interview that they had was pretty cool. Um, it looks like Kenny Omega is like the, he's going to be like the piece Oh, he's going to be the guy to keep everyone together or try to keep everyone together yeah. as much as he can. Yeah. But I can see him probably just be the wild card and just like just explode on everyone and just like just not give a shit about any anyone else. Just kind of kind of like Adam Pages right now. Um, but I do like the fact that they're like they had shit on him. Like you guys, they just threw you guys together. You guys aren't really a tag team that type of thing. Um, and like. Basically, like Adam Page, you're a jobber before we <laughs> before yeah. we uh, brought you into the Bullet Club. I was like, I was actually surprised that he said that to him. It was kind of funny, but um, and I, I like the fact that it shows like the Young Bucks because they are heels. I'm not sure if anyone knows that. Spoiler alert: the Young Bucks are technically supposed to be heels. Yeah, so they I can't s- get behind that man. I mean, people yeah. people love them, and, they, and they've never done anything. What have they done heelish? They've never never like gotten on the mic and like shit on the crowd or done anything like heelish no. yet. But I, I think I think you're right. They're supposed to be the heels in this match, but they're all part of the elite. So I don't, you know, I think they're just trying to have a good wrestling match here and. 
Adam Page. I don't know if they're trying to play up his drinking. Like he was drinking during this four way interview and he got up and, you know. Uh, but I do like that they've actually given him some sort of character here. So we'll be interested to see what they do with that. MJF versus Cody in a singles match. They've had a really good build at this one since the first pay per view. Uh, I don't think Cody can lose this. I don't know about you. I mean, it would it'd be nice to have MJF going over, but um, what do you what do you think here between Cody and MJF? Um, I'd like. So yeah, MJF Cody. What's uh, what say you? I, I think this has had a great build as far as you know. It feels like it's been like ten years since their last pay per view, but uh, you know, since we're so conditioned to the WWE having one every. 30 days or so but uh they've done a good a great job with this uh yeah no i um the cage did you see the cage match last week or parts of it parts of it i didn't i didn't see all of it but i uh i like that they used you know warlow as kind of the intermediary there and um i i just you know i think it's great that they haven't even like been in like a you know wwe would have these guys in a tag team you know a, a tag team match against each other or something like they would have like come to blows at some point like these guys are yeah. not even like touched at all which is you know going to build it to a fever pitch when the match starts yeah i think they i think they they did like the old school thing where like you build a storyline um as long as you can and like you know i know the thing today is like people want things right now and they want the storyline to happen now and like that's why i see a lot of like fast like feuds in the wwe it's like a two-week build-up and then there's a pay-per-view where where it shows that you People can pay attention. I mean, we've been watching wrestling for a long time, so like we're used to um, sitting through long buildups. Like, um, if you're around, well, example, WCW, Macho Man, and DDP, they feuded for a year, <laughs> for a year straight. Like, and um, and it was still exciting every time they like they met up or cut promos and stuff like that. So it, it can be done, and I think the MJF uh, Cody. Uh, storyline is like a perfect example of that that you can do that in this modern age and keep it going and um i mean they did have some sort of contact when they did like that lashing type of thing um but not really like they didn't come to blows like you like you said there um even i thought they actually did a good job with like with the jericho and moxley thing which we'll get to um they kind of like really didn't hit each other or anything like that towards that until like tonight um but i think uh I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with MJF. I think really? I think he's gonna, wow. Yeah, I, I think, I think they want to put him over as like the one of the top stars. And, and Cody, I mean, Cody's been, he's been winning every single like big match, and I think it's time for him to lose a big match now. And I think he's, it, it's, it's not gonna be a, it, it's not gonna be a clean, a clean one. It's gonna be like a, like Warlow's gonna get involved somehow, and that's how MJF is gonna win. But I think he's gonna win. You think they can have Cody lose back to back? He when did he, who did he lose to? He lost to uh, he lost oh, last Jericho, to Jericho. Right. Yeah, yeah, I but mean, that, yeah, that's right. That's true. I mean, I, I, I could I, mean, I could see it. I mean, I don't think it's un, um, impossible, but um, I mean, if you want to put MJ over MJF over, you know, give him like a schmaz finish. Uh, you know, like you said with Warlow, um, yeah. or have or have Arn turn against him or something, or just have Cody like after the match just go, you know go off and just kind of like say fuck this and kind of turn i'm not turn heel but just like you know yeah um you know how am i gonna how am i gonna win a match type of thing um i don't i I don't know i mean that's that's something i didn't consider i thought this was the match to put cody back on the map but if he's never gonna contend for the title i don't know how they're gonna get around that 
you know that was a that was a weird stipulation to put on a first uh title match uh for your company especially with somebody like cody who's so well known you know what i mean um, yeah i don't know i think they're gonna get around that somehow uh, but I, I could see MJF winning this one. Yeah, there's there's a ton of matches on this card I could see going going one way or the other. And this the main event is a, another one. I think uh, Jericho versus Moxley is a match. You know, obviously we've seen this in WWE quite a few times. These guys wrestled yep. uh, in one of those. What was that that random match where all the weapons and the the potted uh, plant uh, were all over the them? asylum match? Oh like yeah, the, asi- the old match. asylum match. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Um, these are two talented guys. I think Jericho's. You know, Jericho may not be in in ring as much as he used to be, but goddamn, he's been fire on the mic. And uh, Moxley's kind of found himself here. I don't think they take the title off of Jericho. Can you can you uh, sway me otherwise, Marco? Or do you think do you agree with me? Uh, I agree with you. I don't think. I mean, if they do, it'd be a a crime to do so. I think. I'm not sure who they're going to put the title on next um, in that company. If it is John Moxley, I don't think it's right now. I think it's uh, down the line. They should definitely keep the title on on Jericho. Um, but who knows? They could sway us both and actually have Moxley win. But I think what they need now is just have like just have some of the long run with that title, some of the name. Not that John Moxley is he's not yeah. a name. Yeah. Um, he is a name. I just me. I just don't think he's a like ready for like a main event like push not just yet and i don't think there should be a uh, a face with that title just yet yeah that's me personally that's my own personal no, i opinion. think it's better to have the chase you know have you know have jericho kind of hold it until you're like ready to build someone up because moxley you know I, I hate when they say this on like the pritchard show but you know he doesn't he doesn't need it like he's he's over no. he's he's well established people know his name you know have a way to screw him out of this match and just have it so like Jer- but but who would you build as a face contender? Because Cody's out. If Moxley loses, he's out. Like, would you build Omega or or Page? Because yeah, that, yeah, that, 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 that's who I would say. Yeah, I mean, those two are going to feud, so one of them's going to be more of a heel going forward. I, I mean, or you're just going to have both of them as a face. But uh, I I would think one of those two guys as a series contender for Jericho would be awesome. And we saw. Jericho, Jericho and Omega at Wrestle Kingdom a couple years ago kind of tear tear the house down. So, uh, yeah, a lot of ways it can go. So, uh, interesting match. I was supposed to be in Chicago this weekend. I have a uh, uh, my wife's like cousin is getting married there, and uh, one of her other cousins who's from here is there. And I was like, God, man, Chicago. If anybody's listening and going to Chicago, uh, I have like thirty places to recommend you to go. I mean, there's so many awesome bars and restaurants and places to hang out like before like we we uh we did a bachelor party there from one of my buddies and we kind of picked out of a hat we all put in like suggestions of places and uh i get you know obviously he picked uh out of the hat he picked chicago i was like oh man chicago i wanted to go to like you know cancun or somewhere but uh dude it, it was one of the coolest cities i've ever been to clean the people were awesome uh, you know, the food is great. Uh, Cubs game was fun. Like, you know, I highly recommend anybody listening, you know, if you can go, uh, definitely go during the summertime. Don't go during the winter because it sounds awful. But uh, yeah. <laughs> definitely definitely go to Chicago. I mean, I can't recommend it enough. Um, I came back to Baltimore. I was like, oh, God, the city sucks compared to Chicago. <laughs> you know, there's just, so, there's just so much. You know, it's like, you know, New York, New York to me is just overwhelming. It's just too big. 
Um, oh, yeah. You know, but Chicago is kind of like it has a like a small town vibe to it. People are just like beer drinking, like loving life, Midwestern people. It's uh, it's d- definitely a, a cool place. So if you're if you're going this weekend, hit me up. I'll, I'll give you a couple recommendations of some good places to eat because I am a a fat dude that loves to eat. So uh, <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, let's. Oh my god, still have to do Super Showdown. Jesus Christ, we have a lot of wrestling. <laughs> yes. We have a lot of wrestling to cover. Okay, uh, I'm going to buzz through some of these early matches. So Super Showdown is tomorrow on Thursday. You're probably listening to this after it's already happened. So um, Super Showdown last year was in June. Now it's in February. It doesn't really make too much sense, uh, but uh, it is from uh, Saudi Arabia. So uh, hopefully yep. all these guys come back safe and sound, and uh, nobody gets their head chopped off. Uh, Viking <laughs> Viking Raiders versus the OC is the uh, opening matchup here. I I gotta think Viking Raiders go over here. They haven't. I feel like they haven't lost yet on the main roster, right? Yeah, I, yeah. I, I think they go over at this point. I think the OC is just gonna just job out <laughs> as much as they can. I don't think they get any uh, more title pushes or anything like that in the, in the near future. So yeah, definitely Viking Raiders. Humberto Carrillo versus Angel Garza. Uh, I like what they've done with these two guys on Raw over the last couple weeks, and I am really excited to see. Uh, they've been rumors floating around of these two guys, plus Andrade, plus Rey Mysterio, in a four-way match for the U.S. Championship at WrestleMania. Uh, yep. That would be freaking amazing. That would really spotlight all of these guys. So um, I see some sort of schmas finish here. I think Garza is going to go over as the heel. But uh, both these guys super talented. I think they have high hopes for both of these dudes. It should be a really good match. Oh yeah, no, definitely, um, definitely. Angel Garza is going to take that spot, and I uh, can't wait for uh, uh, what do you call it, Andrade to get back, so she can have that like kind of build that stable up of uh, young Latin talent there. Yeah, take over the uh, take over the raw. Just just run back the Alberto Del Rio gimmick with with Garza, man. Just just do. I mean that. Oh, yeah. that gimmick is like tried and true since like the '60s. Like you know, just a <laughs> shitty like rich asshole guy. Doesn't matter what country he's from, you know. Um, there's no better uh, guarantee than Mansoor winning at a Saudi Arabia show. He faces Dolph Ziggler uh, tomorrow. Uh, is there any doubt that Mansoor wins this match? Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, he, I mean, he, he could win, he could lose, but, uh, I'm going to go with him, him winning. Um, I don't know why I just have like a weird inkling that he's just going to just win this match. I don't okay. see him losing at all. <laughs> Seth Rollins, <laughs> trying to be super sarcastic. Seth Rollins and Murphy against, uh, the street profits. Uh, for the tag team titles that'll be a pretty good match i don't know if they'll take the belts off already off the tag team champions but uh it'd be a pretty nice win for the street profits that's for sure oh yeah definitely um i mean they've titles changed hand before at, at uh in saudi so um the feed won a title there so who knows they might uh might do it again when i checked uh wikipedia earlier today they had um the undertaker in this i don't know you know wikipedia is just to, just the wild wild west just anyone can yeah. update shit but it was this gauntlet match was aj styles andrade lashley eric rowan r-truth ray mysterio and the undertaker he's been removed since there's been pictures that have shown up that he was on the plane to saudi arabia um yep. 
this seems like it would be a throwaway to put him in this type of match, but uh, you know, I wouldn't put it past them. You know, I mean, he's been at two of the last three Saudi Arabia shows. I mean, he fought uh, he fought with Kane in a tag team match, and then he fought against what Goldberg in one of the worst matches of all time. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> it wouldn't be it wouldn't be too crazy, right, for him to show up here. Yeah, I mean, they, they did switch out uh, Rey Mysterio too. For I mean, well, Rusev and Rey Mysterio. I'm not sure if you heard about that as well. Yeah, he uh, so back injury the, or something. The original graphic. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Back injury quotation marked. Um, <laughs> then I was reading some other stuff about why he's not in that match. Um, but uh, we'll go with the injury thing. But yeah, Rey Mysterio switched him out, and it could if he does. Show, maybe they like took all that stuff away, so it's kind of like a surprise that he shows up. And I think that's going to be the lead in for everyone's rumored match at WrestleMania, which is him and AJ Styles, if he does show up. You know, you think and then so? Maybe, yeah, maybe AJ Styles wins that match, and then Undertaker shows up, chokeslams him or something like that, or they have a stare down or something crazy like that. But I think if he is there, it's to set up a match with AJ Styles. I, would be, I mean, people are shitting on that. I wouldn't be opposed to it. You know, um, I think AJ would get a pretty good match out of him, that's for sure. Yeah, definitely. Uh, okay. Um, looks like Kenny Daniels on our Facebook group just found two Billy K elites on the pegs at Walmart. So we'll get into what? that. Yeah, I know. I know. What? God, must have, must God. be nice. I've already slipped into his DMs about that bad boy. Um, yeah. Yeah. So uh, pretty pretty nice. Those are hitting. We'll get to that in our Go Figure segment. A couple more matches here. The Fiend versus Goldberg and. Uh, the trolls on the internet are really upset that Goldberg might win this match. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I, I don't see it happening. I think they're going to they're gonna take the title off him at WrestleMania against Roman, which I don't know how happy people would be with that. But, I mean, Roman hasn't yeah. held the belt for, I would say, at least two years, right? I mean, wh- when was the last time he was champion? Jeez. Uh, that was, what, 2018? Maybe that's when he, he he had to give it up in 2018, right? Yeah. And he, at the end of 2018, around there, like the October of there, he had yeah, to he, give it up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 2018 October, he relinquishes relinquished the title and announced yeah. his hiatus on Raw because of leukemia. Yeah. Yep. So it's been over a year. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I can see that. I can I can see it happen in a feed Roman Reigns match. At Mania, but yeah, I don't. They could swerve us and have Goldberg <laughs> actually beat the. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, and then 100%. pin him if the match is over, like a squash match, possibly, because he was like he gave him a spear on uh, SmackDown and he was like kind of like hurting, and then he like disappeared into the darkness or whatever. But it, I mean, it's a possibility they could be set up a Goldberg, Roman Reigns matchup at WrestleMania. I don't know. I don't know what's going on these days with the WWE. They've been like. Very wishy washy with Sasso. Hundred percent. I'm going yeah. with the feed as a winner, but with a question mark. All right. Uh, so interesting show that starts. Well, I think it's like three o'clock tomorrow. Is it or noon? Is it noon tomorrow? We should probably get it's that. noon. Noon. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Three o'clock on the West Coast. We, probably that. Okay. Yep. Uh, we yeah. still have two more matches we have left. Oh God, damn! <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, we have. Uh, oh, that's right. Brock and Ricochet. Brock and Ricochet, that's going to be a, a squash to me, I feel like. Uh, think so? It's not going to be like a 
like a display of athleticism from Ricochet. Uh, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. We I don't think it'll be as bad as like the the Kofi Kingston loss, but I think you know I think Ricochet will get a couple moves in. Uh, I guess yeah, they, I mean they got to set this up some they, way to, to have some sort of Lesnar storyline going into WrestleMania, right? I mean, who is who does he face at WrestleMania? Um, oh, that's a good. I mean, who Brock Lesnar or Ricochet? Oh, we know, no, no, Ricochet. We know Brock Lesnar is facing McIntyre. I mean, McIntyre's not even on this card, is he? No, no, he's not. Definitely no. not. Um, but they kind of made it so like on Raw. I mean, they played it up like Ricochet could possibly win. Um, but like, but Drew McIntyre in his interview saying basically like, I don't care if it's Ricochet or Brock Lesnar, I'm still in the main event of WrestleMania, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. So the match doesn't change for him at all. Sure. Um, sure. And they've and they've had good chemistry too before Ricochet and Drew McIntyre. They face each other plenty of times on Raw, and all those matches are pretty much A plus. Um, if you go back and watch those matches that they had, so I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing a Ricochet Drew McIntyre main event at Mania. Probably wouldn't happen at all, but hundred uh, percent, it, it'd, it'd be a really good match. Um, and the uh, the the promo that Paul Heyman gave the F. You know, if uh, Ricochet wins, did you get to see that at all? No, he's basically just no. like basically throwing down the F's. Like if Ricochet wins and he beats Brock Lesnar, that'll change the landscape of WrestleMania and in the wrestling world as we know it, that type of thing. And he just kept on saying, "If this happens and if that happens," and he goes, "Well, if if my if my aunt had balls, it she be my uncle." But that's not the case. He's like, "So here's a spoiler <laughs> alert." Um, <laughs> Brock Lesnar is going to win, and then all this stuff. And it was—he actually said it on like they didn't cut it out or anything, which is really awesome. But the way he said it, he was like, "Well, if if my aunt had balls, she'd be my uncle." But that's not the case, and everyone's just like, "Oh!" But yeah, um, bottom line, yeah, you're probably right. Squash match, Brock Lesnar winning. And then the match we've seen several hundred times before: uh, Roman Reigns <laughs> versus. Uh, our good buddy Baron Corbin uh, in a steel cage match. So at least they're adding some sort of differentiator to it here. Um, I would love to see yeah. Corbin win here. I think the consensus is that uh, Roman Reigns gets the win going into uh, WrestleMania season. Uh, do you agree or no? Um, I think yeah. I think you're. Uh, yeah, I think if I think Corbin wins. Um, to make it look like Corbin is the one that's going to get that WrestleMania spot. And then they probably have another match or something like that on SmackDown with a number one contender spot or something like that. But yeah, I see, I see Corbin winning um, Roman Reigns. What he won like the last like two or th- three times, maybe against Corbin. Yeah. So like, I mean, they fought like 20 times already. So yeah, I'm just, t- I'm just tired of it win. now at this point. <laughs> I mean, I would have loved to see him use it as a way to get Corbin over more, but it's, you know, Roman's winning way more of these matches. Uh, it is interesting that they're not doing any kind of like uh battle Royal type of match. They're trying to bring as few people over to Saudi Arabia as possible. Uh, yeah. in, uh, you know, hoping that there's not any kind of delay or, uh, you know, no one's, uh, no one's getting their hand cut off over there. Uh, trying to get back on a plane, you know. But uh, (laughs) we wish all those guys well. Hopefully they all arrive back in the U.S. unscathed. Um, I'm not a fan of these Saudi Arabia shows. It is nice to have a little extra wrestling on a random day during the week. But uh, 
we will see how it goes. Um, um, well, well, there's one more match, though. We, we skipped one. Oh, God. There's Come another on, match. man. It's, uh, <laughs> oh, my God. I, did I miss Bailey versus Naomi? Is that the one you're talking about? Well, no, there's actually that's another one. It's oh, Bailey, God. that one. And you have the New Day and oh. uh, John Morrison and the Miz, that championship match as well. There's 15 <laughs> matches on this card. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I would like I mean, to see a New Day versus Usos match at WrestleMania. Uh, just kind of more, not on the pre-show, for the, for the tag team titles. Uh, I don't know if they've ever just had a straight-on two-on-two match at WrestleMania between those two teams. I mean, those are two of the biggest tag teams of the last, uh, I would say, at least decade, right? I mean, is yeah, there, no, there's, no, there's, no, there's no arguing that. I would say maybe even more than that. Um, yeah, uh, I don't think Miz and Morrison have any chance here. I think they maybe probably split them up eventually or, or do something else with those guys. But uh, I, I just really want to see, maybe even if it's a ladder match, that would be fucking awesome. Uh, New oh, Day yeah. versus Usos at WrestleMania. I mean, you could really – you have so much talent, man. You could build such a WrestleMania card uh, with just the guys on here. You, you don't even have freaking Samoa Joe who's suspended. You don't have Ali. You don't have Kevin Owens on here. You don't have Drew nope. McIntyre. Uh, so a ton of talent not on this card. But, uh, yeah, tomorrow at noon we will uh, – I will try – I'm working tomorrow, obviously, because I'm a normal person that lives in the United States of America. Uh, I have to work tomorrow. <laughs> <Same here. laughs> uh, but I will try to jump on tomorrow and uh, do a do a Facebook video with you guys, and uh, we'll, we'll talk about this card. You can maybe fill me in if you're off on Thursdays. Uh, so, yeah, uh, let's get into the rest of our show here. Let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back with our Go Figure segment. Our Go Figure segment is sponsored in part by our friends at Ringside Collectibles, the one and only place to get wrestling figures on the internet months before they show up to your Walmart and Target's all bent the fuck up. Uh, use code Chick Foley for 10% off of your order, and uh, they're doing a huge sale right now. Uh, they're always doing deals, so check them out, Ringside Collectibles. Go to WrestlingFigures.com and use our code Chick Foley for 10% off of there. Uh, this might be uh, the largest uh, Go Figure segment we've ever done because we have a ton of stuff to talk about, Marco, from this weekend's uh, New York Toy Fair. Um, we saw a bunch of cool new stuff, man. I'm pretty pumped about what we saw. Oh, yeah, definitely. It was a uh, it was a fun-filled weekend this past weekend with all the... Uh, with all the announcements of the you know WWE line, uh, AEW line, as well as um, if you're a figure collecting fan, NECA came out swinging. I think they probably had the best showing um, out of out of any of the lines there, um, which is um, pretty. I mean, it's pretty impressive just thinking about the amount of like figures that are actually coming out like within with this year. Actually, it's the beginning of the year. It's not even late in the year yeah there's gonna be so much stuff coming out whether you're in like a wrestling figure collector or whatever any type of collector it's whatever that's so much stuff out there that you can that you can grab that 
that that uh, the, the toy fair showed off. Let's look at uh, the uh, pretty overwhelming. Let's look at the WWE stuff first, and um, we will uh, go from there. Um, Ultimate Editions, we get the new uh, set of Ultimate Editions. John Cena, the Thugonomics outfit, and Becky Lynch. Uh, still don't have her scan down right on her face. Doesn't look entirely like Becky Lynch. Another disappointing look for the Ultimate Editions. I want to get your thought on these, but I, I wasn't completely moved by these. And I feel like, you know, now we're like, what, four or five series in on these Ultimate Editions. And I don't think they are... You know, to me, they're not worth the extra ten bucks. I just don't think they're doing enough with these to really make it worth my while. You know? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I agree with you on that. They could have. I like, I like the Becky Lynch approach with that type of with the gimmick with the uh, WrestleMania uh, moment there with the two belts and all that stuff. And um, yeah, they definitely there's something up with her and Alexa Bliss. They cannot get their face scans <laughs> correct at all. It seems. Um, but yeah, not too impressed. That John Cena one we've seen like a million times already. I think it's actually one of the regular lines that they're coming out with. The thugonomics, that thugonomics John Cena's making its appearance in the regular line, I believe, in the elite line as well. So, I mean, that it, the ultimate edition was kind of lackluster in my opinion uh, this time around. Anyway, and like you said, the past couple weren't that great. Like the Shawn Michaels is pretty decent. Um, I have the Brock Lesnar courtesy of uh, uh, Sheena. But um, and that was actually a really cool figure. But yeah, pretty underwhelming when it when it came to the uh, the ultimate editions that they that they showed. Yeah, I think they had to scramble. I think Ric Flair was scheduled to be part of this set, but he has a current lawsuit uh, against the WWE, which I didn't know Correct. about. Um, so yeah. they had to scramble and they did a thugonomics John Cena, which they also have one in Elite seventy six. So yes, um, kind of puzzling, but. Uh, we will move on from there. Uh, they are bringing back the Legends line, which a lot of people were really excited about. Uh, this will be yeah. Legends Series 7, which they're picking up right where they left off. This will be a Target exclusive, which a lot of the uh, the crybabies on social media are not excited about. <laughs> but, um, you know, it is it is what it is. Wh- whatever. we got to deal with it. Uh, Bobby Heenan in a weasel suit uh, is pretty cool looking. Razor Ramon from WrestleMania 11. Uh, Sting, Crow Sting from his early days as Crow Sting before he uh, yeah. kind of, uh, this is like when he was like first switching over to that Crow Sting look. And then Greg Valentine. Uh, so a pretty cool set. We've seen some of these figures already, especially the Sting and Greg Valentine. But uh, uh, it is nice to see the Legends line come back. This is replacing the network spotlights, which are being uh, discontinued at, at Target, which really never made too much sense to me. They were just kind of a random mishmash of uh of people in in no particular order so uh i'm I'm down for a legend series i'm hoping we get some really obscure people going forward here and this is uh four good names i don't know if i'm picking up any of these uh marco what about you i think they're all really cool looking i just don't have uh a spot in my collection for any of these at the at the moment but um they're all pretty nice yeah same here i like the idea um of the legends coming back um Maybe the Greg the Hammer, I kind of like. Um, that's probably like the only one I'd probably get out of that collection. But um, they are all pretty cool. I like the I like that that uh, line is coming back. So maybe this is like the beginning, and maybe like the next set of legends that they do will be uh, a little bit better or more appealing to the masses. Yeah. 
Uh, so yeah, we'll see what what they have going forward from there. Uh, I'm excited to see what they do in Legend, you know, Series Eight and Nine going forward. Um, the the Heenan they showed in the Weasel outfit. They didn't show a head on there. I'm hoping it has a head, uh, head to it too. Um, yeah. The Sting comes with a cloth jacket and a bat. I think the Greg Valentine will have some accessories too. So a bunch of cool stuff there. Uh, the next series they debuted was a decade of dominance from Mattel. Uh, this is going to be a Walmart exclusive. Uh, this will be Randy Orton from his uh, early 2000 days with the the shag Justin Bieber haircut. Um, yeah. <laughs> Undertaker, which was b- way before, and I understand how this is a decade of dominance. The Undertaker they're using is from like uh, his early days in early the early 90s. Uh, John Cena. Is that a thumb? That's the Thugonomics John Cena, right? The yes. No, no. is it really? No, th- is this th- or the one? In Elite seventy six, are we getting three Thugonomics, John Cena's? I that's what I, th- I that's what I think. I think their show. I think that's what it was. There, even Christ. the pop. Yeah, even the pop that they just came out with was a Thugonomics John Cena with the word life thing. So I think it's. I'm pretty sure it is. I'm trying to like look it up real quick. Uh... Yeah, I, I had pictures of all this stuff. A good a good source. I mean, I tried to at, at I ran the Twitter account for us at uh, Chick Foley Show, but a good really good source on Twitter who you know they seem to have much more free time than I do. So kudos to them. Uh, <laughs> Wrestle Fig News on on Twitter is a great source, and if you just go to their Twitter account, they have a ton of pictures posted there um, uh, from from the Toy Fair. But uh, I'm scrolling through it right now. I'm trying to th- I'm trying to remember. I think I think it might be. People are probably screaming at their radios right now. Um, I had some I had some pictures up of it. God damn it! This is good. This is really good radio. I feel like yeah, it is. This is this great. Is damn this good is, radio. Uh... No, it is, it is. It has like it has it like the, has the Kangol cap and the. Uh, so they're they're doing three fucking Thugonomic <laughs> John Cena's. I knew, I knew it wasn't going crazy. I was like, I know there's another John Cena Thugonomic. Like I said, even the pop that they just came out with is a Thugonomic. So maybe he's coming back as. The doctor he has to. He has to now. I mean, <laughs> the rumor was he was going to fight Elias at WrestleMania. That would have been made made sense because he interrupted him last last year at WrestleMania or whatever it was. Um, but yeah, so three. If you love the Thugonomics, John Cena, you're going to get plenty of it. Um, <laughs> we also got a uh, Nation of Domination, Mark Henry, which yeah. looks pretty cool, and a Natalia, which looks like Reba McIntyre. Uh, yeah, with her, with her uh, red hair. I don't remember her in NXT ever. <laughs> I didn't watch NXT back then. But uh, I don't know why we would need... You know, I'm not the biggest Natalia fan. I don't want to shit on Natalia. But yeah. um, <laughs> I, I will not be buying that figure. Just just say that. Um, oh, so, yeah. yeah. So that's the, that's the Decade of Dominance line will be at Walmart. So uh, that's their Battle Packs uh, 65, Velveteen Dream with the, uh, the Hulk Hogan-inspired uh, gear and Ricochet. Yeah. Ali and Kevin Owens, uh, which were uh, chosen over a uh, Hawkins and Ryder WrestleMania uh, battle pack, which would have been much better, but uh, I digress. Matt and Jeff Hardy, which uh, you never have too many Matt and Jeff Hardy figures. Uh, One thing I did like, and I'll probably end up picking up for my son, is the Wrecking wrecking Slambulance. I've had too many beers to say the word Slambulance uh, (laughs) correctly. But uh, it's, they they had like the Corvette car that uh, Braun Strowman ruined, and now they have a uh, ambulance uh, that would take you to a medical facility. 
And um, yeah, it looks cool. Yeah, it looks cool. I mean, it's, my my son loves that shit, man. And that's you know, we're we're freaking late thirties collectors who uh, get into a a groove here on the show. But we gotta forget that uh, there's there's kids out there that are going to stores and want something to play with. So yeah, um, you know, it's it's most mostly for them. We're we're selfish assholes. Um, <laughs> that was it from Mattel. They didn't have too much of a booth. Uh, they they did let people know they're probably gonna have some reveals at you know they always do a ton of stuff at WrestleMania for access and then for uh san diego comic-con so uh we'll be seeing a lot more stuff from them uh a lot of that stuff is going to be on pre-order soon at ringside collectible so definitely hop on there i know the battle packs are already available on there now and so are the ultimate editions so that's that's pretty cool um Super 7 came out with an Andre the Giant figure that looks really really cool. Our friends over yeah. at Eagle Moss had a bunch of new stuff. The Rock and Sock Connection, Jeff Hardy, Stone Cold, Andre the Giant. I definitely recommend you checking out those folks. Uh, they do really good work. Our friend uh, Michael Kanick uh, donated a uh, Bret Hart figure to us that we, don- uh, that we gave away on the show a couple weeks ago. So definitely give them a follow when you can. Uh, and the biggest news, really, that we're kind of skipping over here is AEW uh, unveiling their figures of uh, of new wrestling figures uh, from Jax and uh, not Jax, uh, Wicked, Wicked Cool Toys. Uh, these things are pretty damn cool, man. I was uh, presently pleasantly surprised. Uh, Unrivaled Series One is going to be Cody, Kenny Omega, Jericho, Brandy Rhodes, and the Young Bucks. What do you think? Um, yeah, I think they next. Uh uh, NECA coming out swinging. I think Jazzwares and AEW came out and pretty much blew everyone away with their with their figures. I don't think they were expecting like a full like first series, second series, third series type of thing going. I think I, I thought it was just gonna be one series and that was it. Um, I think we predicted that it was just gonna be like one series and yeah, yeah. The second wave might be later down the line, but it looks like they're all being released this year, which is really awesome. <clears throat> I was I was impressed. Obviously, the first few pictures we see, we were like, meh. Um, but as as they started rolling around, you actually see what they look like and stuff like that. They they are really cool. They actually look uh, um, kind of like the the bodies are built kind of like the Ultimate Edition ones. Yeah, if you look yeah, at like are. the torso and stuff, and they might be even cheaper than the Ultimate Edition. So guess where my money is going? Yeah, they're <laughs> coming in at twenty bucks. I think that's what they said. Uh, since yeah. the Toy Fair, I think it was just today that uh, some of the wrestling uh, journalists out there confirmed that they w- they will be uh, available at Walmart. So they do have a major retailer yeah. backing them. Yeah. Um, and the Unrivaled uh, Series 1 are available on Ringside Collectibles. Uh, there is going to be a, uh, similar to how Jacks were back in the day, there's going to be a 1 of 1,000 Jericho with the AEW yeah. belt, which a lot of people are not not happy about. I mean, it does make sense that you would want that belt to be available to people uh, pretty pretty widely uh, available, but uh, it's going to be 1 of 1,000. And then the 1 of 500 Cody uh, will be available to people. So, uh, you know, similar to how Jax was back in the day, uh, Jeremy Padauer is the one in charge of that line, so it makes sense. Um, yep. But, uh, yeah, happy hunting. I will not be buying any of these. I, I love the figures. I think they look really nice. Uh, uh, the shoulder joints are a little meh for me, but overall the figures are really cool looking. I, I just don't have you know the space or the time to connect you know collect another another series but uh i will be uh shopping for them and buying them for whoever in our our facebook group needs them 
okay. you and Sheena included. You know, if I see them, uh, I'm not going to just you know shit on them. I'm I'm going to grab them for people. Uh, but I I think series two they announced it's going to be MJF, Dustin Rhodes, Moxley, Pentagon, Ray Phoenix, and Adam Hangman 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 Page. Uh, so, uh, the first two series are coming out swinging and on Friday this of this week, they're going to announce the first ever ring sign. I don't know if you saw this. It was just today. This announced. Oh, you uh, you know everything. You know everything. I can't even surprise you with everything, man. Well, no. (laughs) Well, well, Sheena went on her, uh, Instagram and she actually put up a question on her story saying, what do you think will be the, uh, ringside exclusive figure? And, um, I'll reveal what we think it is, but you, if you have a prediction, um, you can throw your prediction out there. What do you think will be the? Because they already have the one of one thousand figure. They already have the one of founder, and that's Cody and Jericho. Yeah, those so those, ours, those ones aren't going to be on ringside. Those are probably just going to be in stores, right? I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm assuming. Yeah, but yeah. So, the, what would you think would be the? I got the two, ringside exclusive. Two ideas. I think it's going to be Orange Cassidy or um, Luchasaurus. Yeah, we both we both went with Luchasaurus. That's okay. I think that's I think that's what it's going to be. It, it has to be because that's the figure that I think everyone wants to see if you're a figure collector. Like, yeah, I'll be buying. I will, will I will buy that from probably for my son because that would be a cool like just just a fun figure. I mean he he didn't, he doesn't know who the Hurricane is, but he saw uh, I had a couple Hurricane figures here that I sent out to uh, our buddy Kyle from the Facebook group, and yep. um, my son saw. I was like, oh my god, like you know. Obviously, he's into superheroes. He's four years old. Uh, the Hurricane figure really, you know, kind of drew his eye. So I'm sure the Luchasaurus one will too. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that would be the, the way to go. Something something that's really like toyetic would be the way to really go. So the, um, the other thing I was gonna say, I'll even say this. I'll even go a step further. And if they are like gonna go like the Jacks route, they might even do a three pack and have ooh. the uh, Dinosaur <laughs> Express as the as the ringside exclusive, and that would be effing awesome. Seeing a Marco stunt, that would be a, uh, that would be yeah, sad. and a Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus all together in a uh, yeah a a one of one package that'd be great package. It does sound like they are scale. They are scale to Mattel, which I I fully support. I feel like you know as a collector and as someone that has a kid that plays with toys, uh, you want these all to be kind of. Uh, the same same size yep. and same scale so that makes sense they have a uh, a scale ring that comes with an exclusive uh, omega figure on ringside collectibles uh, com. so check that yep. out so i think they're doing it the right way you know they, they just want to make sure that their pegs are full at rest at uh, at walmart uh because you want people to be able to buy these things and uh what better time than to have wrestling figures out than when uh the, the competition can't get them in people's hands fast enough so exactly yeah um that's all the news i had any non-wrestling i would not i did not pay attention to any non-wrestling stuff i did see a lot of toys that just seemed like the same stuff we played with as a kid like yeah the- ghostbusters <laughs> toys and like uh our buddy zach Ryder tweeted out a picture of a proton pack uh which i remember yeah. having that fucking thing and i loved that shit so hard i'm gonna get that for for nash definitely because uh that was one of my favorite toys as a kid yeah, I believe it's. Ha- I think it's Hasbro. I could be wrong. And they're re-releasing all the Ghostbusters uh, figures from uh, when we were younger, like the way they looked on the cartoons. Um, um, that and uh, like I said, NECA is. If if you're not a non wrestling fan, you would say AEW won the Toy Fair. But if you if you're just a collector in general, NECA actually took everything. That the the stuff that they showed was pretty awesome. Like especially like the 
the like the horror movie figures that they have out. I know Sheena collects collects all those. Uh, Scream. They're actually making a Scream um, action figure, which is it looks oh, pretty sick. Yeah. Um, uh, they live. They actually had a prototype of uh, Roddy Piper as the um, I forget his name in the movie. Um, Speaking of uh, to go back to Scream, uh, Rose McGowan in that movie is uh we should we should probably do a bracket at some point of like uh uh female i don't i don't know what you what do you have to be horror movies but like her in that movie i was probably i was probably early teens when that movie came out but god damn i was like who is this chick i mean she was just like (laughs) oh hard nips all all day all day so yeah Sorry for the tangent there, but I had to give. No, that's that's. Rose I, I was thinking the same thing. So. Married, married to married to Marilyn Manson for a little while. So, yeah, yeah, it was a yeah. weird it was pairing. Weird, there. Yeah, it was a weird pairing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, that's that's the sidebar for the night after four beers. Uh, okay. Uh, so that was yeah. That was there's a ton of cool stuff at New York Toy Fair. There will be more at WrestleMania Access. We will follow up with all of that stuff. Um, I would assume I did receive confirmation from Ringside Collectibles via DM that they will be selling that Fiend uh, Elite figure on their website. Uh, I believe it's Elite. Oh, really? Yeah, I believe it's Elite 77, which I think was supposed to be a uh, SummerSlam series or something. Uh, Yeah. The way it's tagged on uh, our buddy uh, WWE Retro Stars uh, on Twitter. He has a cool little chart of all like the kind of next series coming up, which is uh, a fun way to keep track of that. So definitely follow him. Um, yeah, Elite Seventy Seven. Right now we know it's Viscera, Rick Rude, and the Fiend. That's the next series. I mean, we're already we already have pre-orders up for Elite Seventy Six. Uh, Seventy Seven can't be too far down the pike. I would almost assume that Seventy Seven and Seventy Eight are going to come out at the same time because they. <laughs> we're starting to see 75 in stores now 76 is on yep. for pre-order they, they're usually a couple series ahead so um we haven't heard anything from elite 78 except for the outer truth that's going to be in that series so uh there's going to be a bunch of reveals coming up in the next couple months or so so if you are a wwe collector do not worry um i'm pretty much resigned to the fact marco that the retros are not coming back um yeah, we, we didn't hear sad anything. Day. Yeah, I mean it, it's okay. It's it is what it is. I've moved them down in my Detolf display and uh, finally put my uh, new generation display up on uh, up on my Detolf in the first couple shelves. So uh, there you go. Yeah, I'll take a picture of that. I think I posted a picture on the Facebook group uh, already. So uh, it's a pretty uh, pretty you know the only thing bad was like having a four year old and like pulling out like forty new wrestling figures and telling me can't play with any of them and I felt like a total asshole like, you know, like, <laughs> no, these are daddies these are your your dad's wrestling toys you yeah these are with. yeah you can't play He's, with your dad's like his brain toys. i could see his brain just like exploding <laughs> like what are you talking about no these are toys these are mine oh my um, god <laughs> so yeah um but uh other than that yeah let's get into our weekly purchases um you have anything for me before i get into my uh my melange uh my spice melange no that's that's pretty that's pretty much it. Yeah, there's nothing, uh, nothing too crazy. I was, uh, I think we pretty much summed it up for the, uh, for the listeners out there. All right, I grabbed a um, this week. I grabbed a Brock Lesnar beat the streak from our buddy Hastel Toy on Instagram. If you are not following him, I definitely recommend it. He has a, a, a store, I believe, in New Jersey, uh, but he posts a bunch of stuff onto his Instagram. It's H A S T T 
E-L-T-O-Y. And uh, I think he had like 60 or 70 elites that he had bought from someone in a big a big sale. I've been trying uh, to do yeah. like a, a WrestleMania collection of all my favorite WrestleMania figures. I have the Seth Rollins uh, Money in the Bank figure. I have a uh, you know the Undertaker twenty and WrestleMania figure that they the elite they made. I wanted this Brock Lesnar, so I uh, shipped it to me. It came in a very good condition, so thank you to to Hastel Toy for that. I got the uh, Anvil Jim the Anvil Nightheart Elite, uh, courtesy of our buddy Kyle at Sir Paul sixty four on Twitter. Sent me that in exchange for the uh, the Hurricane Elite. Um, I and the other wrestling figures that I got, I actually sent out to some of our Patreon subscribers. I found three page figures: one for TJ McHugh, one for Corey Handy, and one for Jeremy Ball. I found a Buddy Murphy for our buddy at Armbar Nation three one six, and a Roderick Strong for our buddy at the Wrong Act. So, um, found a bunch of stuff. I mean, I I posted pictures over the weekend. I think it was Friday, Thursday into Friday. Uh, was just hitting stores and just you know it just seemed like everybody was getting shipments of of new stuff in. So and I also found a Cassius Ono uh, for myself. I want to give a shout out to one of our good buddies on Twitter that uh, sent me a picture. I don't know where he was, but he wasn't able to get to it and uh, sent me a picture. Like, dude, there's a a Cassius Ono at the Realist Banks on uh, Twitter. He's a local guy here in Baltimore. Uh, send me a picture like, dude, if you want to go up to Towson, they have a, a Cassius Ono on the pegs. And I literally, it was like, you ever seen that movie Day After Tomorrow or or like yeah. any of those disaster movies? I literally threw, <laughs> threw my son into the car seat. I packed a bag of like snack. I like grabbed like, I was in the fridge like grabbing like a <laughs> fucking yogurt, yogurt bottle and all this shit like bot- water bottle, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, fruit snacks and just threw it into a bag and uh, took him up to, you know, it was like, it was like literally 505 on a friday the opposite direction of baltimore like going on the beltway like oh god oh jeez yeah you know it was like you know and, and he was like you know it's been a long week but uh we piled into the car and uh it was there on the pegs and uh he was he was cool so we uh we both stopped at red robin together just me and him and had a burger and a milkshake together and a little little father son bonding time which was fun. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. It was cool. It was really cool. And uh luckily Red Robin, I don't know if you've been to Red Robin in a while. I'm, I'm a big Red Robin fan for like a casual oh, yeah. casual dining. They have like a little like iPod, iPad on the table that has like games you can play and it's like a dollar you just click a button it's like adds a dollar 99 to your bill. And uh you can just play it whenever, you know, as much as you want. And so, you know, I just let him play with that. I was just hanging out had a couple of brewskis and uh, it was you know it was a good good Friday night go. yeah yeah good, nice. good Friday night so uh, yeah I mean it pays to be part of our I mean I can't say enough about our Patreon group we have over a hundred people strong now uh, out hunting figures there's people constantly doing giveaways and, and selling figures on our Facebook group and uh, you know I I have basically all the stuff that's coming out now that I want so anything I find is just going to be posted up there for you know we always try to do retail pricing plus you know plus shipping so. Yeah, uh, just to just to help people avoid paying any kind of eBay fees and all that kind of bullshit. So, uh, anything you found this, Marco? You had a pretty good week. I've seen you post some stuff. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so I had the uh, had the uh, the care package from the one Phil. Oh, that's uh, right. I forgot about yeah. it. Yeah, it got there like a, a day after last week's show. Yeah. Yeah, you're like you're like oh, this is, it actually got there early. You're like it wasn't supposed to be there till like yeah. Saturday. It got there Friday, which I was I was like I thought he said it was supposed to be here till Saturday. Um, 
But yeah, so that was pretty cool. I totally forgot about the Alistair Black for some reason. I think I asked you for the ad, and, and it was in there. I was like, I was like, holy crap! I asked for the Alistair Black, sick. Um, <laughs> so I have that. Um, the uh, the new Alistair Black, not the not the NXT one. Um, yeah, the uh, the pro wrestling book he sent to as well, which is really awesome. I uh, haven't started yet. I want to start this weekend definitely. Um, I've just been skimming through, and I'm already like, I get I got to get through this book right now. Um, yeah, it's the really good. the uh, Ultimate Warrior shirt, which is really awesome because I'm a Ultimate Warrior Mark. So like anything Ultimate Warrior, you throw my way. I'm excited about it. Figures or merch doesn't matter. I actually have a a an old. I should actually do this for like the random merch of the week. It's a the old uh, party favors from like back in. I'm not oh, sure what year wow, it is. Really? It is like the yeah. It's like the it's like a uh, Ultimate Warrior uh, one you put on your head. It's like a uh, birthday hat with the ultimate warrior on it and stuff like that and a plate too i think i have like a bunch of party favors from like back in the day that i should actually you know what i'll do that on a random march one one time yeah um sure. but yeah definitely that and uh the, the i wasn't expecting this it was a spotlight magazine with jake the snake roberts that was pretty awesome <laughs> seeing that um that was pretty cool um trying to remember what else oh the uh the chick foley ornament uh, that your wife uh, made for for us, which is pretty awesome. Can't wait to throw it out that that up this Christmas. Um, actually, I might just hang it up in the room somewhere. Just to throw up a nail and just hang it as like an ornament or something. Nice. Um, nice. But other than that, I can't think of. I don't remember anything else that was in that box. But uh, it's some I did have some, a, just some high noon koozies too. You know, to yeah, support the, high, support that's the brand. Right, the high noon- yeah, dude. Yeah, I, mean, I was. I was like, my wife was like, "What? What are those?" I was like, "Oh, high noon koozies." I was like, "You wouldn't know because you drink white claws and they don't have cool koozies like these." And she was like, oh, "Yeah." She's like, "I'll just use them on my white claws." I was like, "That's blasphemy. I, I better not see one of those. I'll rip it right off <laughs> and throw it right <laughs> back in the door." Um, but no. Uh, but other than that, it's. I mean, it's just been really lackluster, you know. Just I don't know. Just finding you know a bunch of onos in the wild, which is kind of crazy. I mean, I mean it's. When you're the MVP and you're just perusing through targets, I mean, one of the things you do find is all the uh, the rare figures, which is yeah, you're getting, oh, you're no. getting cocky, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of people, a lot of people are actually getting mad that I was posting. I posted that one Ono, and I was like, with Paige. That's the other thing. I found pages and Onos. I have a bunch of pages and Onos now um, that I'm pretty much probably going to just give away or sell or something um I've, obviously i'm keeping one of each for myself yeah, yeah um, of course but i have a i do i did i did a giveaway on our facebook group uh shane uh tanister i believe i'm not sure if i spelled said his last name right but he's the one that actually won it so he's getting it for free not paying a dime for it i'm just gonna send it to him wow um, it's pretty awesome. awesome so um that's what you get when you join the uh, chick foley show fb group one dollar a month you just gotta do it it's it happens, but um, yeah, a lot of people on Twitter are getting very upset with me by me flexing my uh, my Ono uh, hunting abilities. <laughs> They're like, "Oh, you just you just being cocky now? What are you doing?" I'm like, "Hey, it's I can't help it. I'm not. I mean, Ono seeks me out. I'm not seeking Ono out." There you go. I mean, yeah, yeah. There that's what go. happens. But uh, but yeah, just those and uh, uh, the finally the Fiend Funko Pop showed up. Um, at my doorstep, so that was pretty cool. Got that, got that in the mail from uh, Amazon, not from WWE Shop, because I know I think they're selling it on that as well. Um, but other than that, no, just 
just pretty much just pages and onos and and just be the the MVP that I am and you know just living that high life at the Cheesecake Factory. I actually celebrated at the Cheesecake Factory after I found those. I actually sat, I propped up the two Ono figures, uh, the other seat, and I actually ate a steak dinner, and we all sat wow. together. Wow, nice, man. Jeez, yeah. You are flexing. You are the real MVP. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, it is cool to, to find some of these things, and I like when once I find them, I don't really stop because I know there's you know we have a hundred people and um, people in the group I just haven't seen them in their stores at all, and they've seen other stuff that we haven't seen. So um, yeah. it, it is cool to like you know be able to help people out. And uh, you did a cool that that giveaway was awesome. You made it post for like right when Raw started, right at eight o'clock to you know on Monday, and uh, whoever hit claim first or whatever it was, in you know, yeah I saw on the messages coming through it was like oh my god there's like 50 people just waiting to get it was that a i mean storm yeah my phone was yeah. just flying off the handles i was like oh my <laughs> god what that i was like what i was like what's going on i was like oh yeah i forgot because i because you could do like the uh scheduled posts so you can like schedule it to that's the to best drop. Yeah. yeah so i did that and I, I totally forgot i did that because i was like yeah you know I'll, I'll do this early enough in the day where i because i'll forget about it at some point and people are like what the hell you say eight o'clock it was gonna drop so i just i was like you know i'll just do the eight o'clock schedule and as soon as I did that, my phone was just like laying up. I was like, "Oh my god, what the hell's going on?" And I was like, "Oh, I just, I just seen claim, 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 claim." And I'm like, "Oh yeah, that's the contest." So yeah, so Shane pulled through and he got it. A lot of people are upset and trying to like, you know, they're like, "Oh, I wanted the other one that you posted because I did like a pre-post. I said, "Hey, I'm gonna be posting something later good, on yeah. tonight, um, just so you know, keep your notifications on," um, which I do all the time. That's how I see all the. All the live show, all the live uh, videos and stuff like that that the that the group does and stuff like that. Uh, there's been some cool unboxings. I'm not sure if you see those on the Facebook group. Um, uh, some some of the guys get like the wrestling crate boxes and they yeah, the and they shit, open man. those up. Yeah, stuff like that, which is pretty it's cool, cool, dude. Uh, that's that's the thing. We 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 definitely allow like everyone to post whatever they really want to post. It's not just me and Marco and Sheena posting stuff. Like that would be pretty boring. Like you know, yeah, you know, Corey Handy is like. I woke up the other morning. It was like I think it was this morning. It was like six thirty, and he had already been to Walmart in like the morning, posted a live video of him like looking at the pegs. Um, you know, it's just cool to like be. You know, we're all kind of like building this community together it's not even just three of us i do want to do yeah, a yeah. follow-up to uh last week i let everyone know that you can uh pick up just free boxes at usps and i this priority mailbox it's like perfect for a uh an elite figure uh when you put okay. when, you, when you put in some um some bubble wrap in there and uh obviously it's free and it has like the self sticky stuff so you don't have to have any tape you don't have to like put a label on it you can just hand write it on there so i've just been like Last couple of times you go to the post office, just grabbing three or four of them. Um, it's been pretty nice, so I don't have to wait for like boxes and you know just have a bunch of random boxes sitting around my house. So uh, hmm. it is you know it is cool to be able to like you know I didn't even know anything about it. that was the Major Brothers that let me know that you can uh, get free boxes from USPS and they have they have one if you're a, a shoe collector they have one like the size the exact size of like a shoe box. So uh, if you're oh. trying to ship shoes to somebody. Um, Interesting. But yeah, just make sure you grab the priority ones that are not the, like the the flat rate. The flat rate's like the most expensive. It's like twenty bucks. So if you're shipping something like you know bowling balls or something, it's probably probably good. But for a, a one pound wrestling figures, it, it's pretty expensive. But the priority yeah. the priority shipping are the way to go uh, with that. Um, I, I didn't grab anything else for my my son's birthday is coming up in a couple weeks, and um, he's all about like. 
now that he sees my collection, he wants to like he wants to collect Rey Mysterio uh, cards. So uh, I've uh, huh. I, I went onto eBay and found a dude that was selling a bunch of cards, like you know, individually. I was like, dude, can you do you, do you have any Rey Mysterio cards for my son? I just I don't care if they're like you know autograph. I don't need any autographed or you know special. I just need like anything. So he sold me like uh, I think it was like a handful of them for like three bucks. I'm gonna buy him like a little binder and just have it as my gift from him. Uh, That's pretty awesome. Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, he's like, I was like, dude, what, what, uh, what wrestler do you want to collect? And he's like, just said Rey Mysterio right away. So, um, pretty cool. Um, but uh, other than that, uh, nothing else. Uh, I'm excited about uh, some of these new series hitting uh, stores. Hopefully, Elite 75 will hit stores pretty soon. Um, because I've been slacking on that, I probably should have ordered it from uh, Ringside Collectibles, but I did not. But uh, yeah, um, it's a good time to be a wrestling figure collector, man. It's uh, there's so many companies that are making stuff now. We have AEW figures that look really cool. Um, yeah, we have we have a seems like we have more and more to talk about every single week here on the show. So uh, keep those thugonomic John Cena's coming. Oh, we didn't even talk about the <laughs> we didn't even talk about the Triple H China two pack. Which oh, I'm, yeah, which I'm fucking real, pissed yeah. about because I, I really I, you know, I have the I have the the WWE women's collection going on MOC and I don't I do not want a two pack I want just China you by would, herself yeah um, but we'll see how that looks I mean I'm sure it'll be pretty dope I mean China's never had a uh, an, uh, an elite Mattel figure before so well, did uh, they say it was did did they say did they say it was going to be a two pack but the picture that was circulating around was in the correct um picture right it was that what they yeah i think it was just a placeholder picture because it had like a uh, john cena spinner belt it's but i'm assuming it's going to have the european title and maybe like a intercontinental title or something uh yeah but we will see if that's up for pre-order it'll come out like not till mid-may on ringside but uh it's 47.99 on their website but you can get 10 percent off with code chick foley there if you want to you can do yeah, that definitely you can definitely do that uh if you want to um uh, let me pull up the script here of what else we need to talk about. Uh, Masters uh, of the Universe Wave number two is hitting stores. I wish I had the tweet up of someone who tweeted us that they uh, are hitting. If you if you find stuff in your stores, definitely tweet us at Chick Foley Show and uh, tag us in any pictures you find. We definitely want to see that stuff. Uh, somebody tagged us. I think it was in Canada actually, so that doesn't count as like a real person because Canada's like yeah, a, yeah. <laughs> that's a, a make believe land. But um, <laughs> yeah, they found those ones. I really want that freaking Macho Man. I think everybody wants that Macho Man figure. Oh yeah. Um, but uh, I guess that that series is still humming, man. You know, the rings didn't sell very good, but the figures are pretty dope. So we'll see what happens there. Yeah, I mean, they're pretty cool because they're like you could like move like they have like movability, which is really good. Like they have the articulation in them. So I know the like the actual he man figures didn't have that. So I think that's what's doing it, and they look, and I think they look cool. Like they, I actually like the obviously the the one out of the first wave was the Ultimate Warrior everyone wanted, which uh, and, and the um, the Sting one was pretty uh, popular as well. And um, yeah, no, I think you because you just do more with those figures. That's why I think they're popular and and they're awesome. I mean, who wouldn't want a like a He Man version of like of Ultimate Warrior or something like that? Like. Like I said, Warrior Mark, so I'm definitely, I would definitely go for that anyway. So, no Warrior's face on anything, I'm buying it. Yeah, 100%. Uh, our good buddy uh, in the Patreon group, uh, Tom Slinney, 
is uh, doing a sale on the uh, on the Facebook group tomorrow of not only wrestling figures, but he has a bunch of X Men figures and Star Wars figures. He asked me if he could do like a live video uh, on the Facebook page, and I was like, sure, man. You know, I'm sure you know people collect that kind of stuff. So uh, uh, check that out if you are a Patreon subscriber. He will be posting that t- uh, tomorrow at eight thirty p.m. So it'll be pretty pretty cool. Um, yeah, that's that's it for that's a lot of toy news. But um, yeah, if you are having trouble finding anything, definitely hit us up. Um, you know, it, the best part of our group, you know, not to, not to brag about it, it's a dollar a month, and you know we're finding these figures in the wild. We have some people in our group that are finding them, and you know don't even collect figures that just want to help people out, which is boggles my mind that someone is uh, nice enough to do that. Um, yeah, I did want to talk about our um, what we're giving up for Lent. Uh, on the show here i know sheena has some good stuff mine is the people that are complaining about distribution problems over and over and over and over and over on social media and podcasts you know it's it's just for me marco it's dumb to complain about something that we all deal with like you know what you know it's not like a regional thing this is all over the country like you know it's hard to find it's hard to find some of these things yeah no shit okay so do what you can (laughs) like you know you don't have to even you know the major brothers have a patreon group uh there's a bunch of cool people on twitter and facebook there's a bunch of faith and there's i can name you off 10 facebook groups right now that you can get into for free that'll sell you figures um you know you just have to find people in that you know there's a ton of people now in this community that collect these that'll help you out like you, you got to do something just complaining and bitching about it is not going to do anything like I, I i don't understand that mindset i really i really don't like um there if if that sheena says this perfectly if that is the biggest problem in your life that you can't find <laughs> a piece of you can't find a piece of plastic man and it, then you are living the fucking life man because there's some people that are out there don't have food to eat on their fucking table and we're complaining about wrestling figures you're like yeah <laughs> come exactly. on dude like jesus christ uh i had a buddy that i went to in college um a friend went to with college that i i, I knew and just became friends with uh passed away this last week uh was riding his bike ho- yeah riding his bike home from work and was uh that there was a girl on her phone that struck him uh with her car and oh, uh, he passed away and uh you know it's been on my mind you know i just you know i've never i've known older people that have passed away i've never known someone that's our age that's passed away and he has two young girls and uh it's kind of a sidetrack here but like you know there's there's bigger problems in the world that than just not getting a toy that you want so um you yeah, know, you know <laughs> it's just just compl- it's just, just a dumb thing to complain about I understand it's like it's frustrating at sometimes, but you know, for me and for you and for Sheena, part of the fun of it is is going out and I'll go to ten targets and not find anything, but I'll still go to that eleventh one because I want to find the shit. You know, I just yeah, I, exactly. I enjoy the hunt of of trying to find stuff. You know, and, and I know it's frustrating. Uh, it's frustrating for everybody, but um, you know, it's just it, to me, it's not worth complaining about because you can't complain about something that everybody has the same problem with. Yeah, no, that's true. Unless you're gonna like actually like hit up like the distributors and like try to find an answer or try to work with them to like <laughs> make those distribution well, all, problems. No, well, the stores will, the stores will blame Mattel and Mattel will blame the stores and like you yeah, know. yeah. So like unless you're gonna like try to find the root of the problem and like actually go out and do it yourself yeah, and like yeah, yeah. 
try to like hit up a distributor and be like, Hey, what's going on? What's it? What's the issue? What, what can we do as a people to, to, to make these <laughs> yeah. problems go away? Then there's no sense of complaining. And like you said, there's probably, I'm going to say 500 groups. <laughs> I'm probably just exaggerating on Facebook. Like you said that you could just go in and you might not have something in your area, but chances are someone in that group is living in the area. That's just like flooded with, different figures and stuff like that that you can contact and say hey i'll pay you if you ship it to me <laughs> and yeah. it's that easy there's a perfect yeah, the example hunt- i went to the store today uh, or t- today or yesterday and i did a live video on our patreon group and somebody was like oh dude i can't find that trip i forget what it was it was the Balor uh from elite 74 or or the triple h or something i forget what it was he's like dude can you grab that for me grab that andrade for me and I was like, I sent him a link. I was like, dude, I can grab these for you if you want, but I just sent him a link for Amazon. Like, dude, it's it's on Amazon yes, for free shipping. Like, and like, it, it sounds dumb, but like, sometimes you just like, you know, you just don't think to look. Not not don't think to look, but like, um, it's just the information. It's just so many different outlets that sell this shit. Like, you know, it's like it's good to have a bunch of people helping you out. Like, you know, it's like, oh, dude, shit, I'll just buy them on Amazon for free shipping. Like, you know. Yeah, you know, they might come yeah, all so damaged it, from Amazon, but but still, like you don't have to pay for. I cost me eight dollars to ship something to somebody plus the box and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, just just you know helping each other out. You know that's that's really what we want to do here, and uh, that, that's it. That's it. What's what do you what do you what do you think wrestling figure collectors should give up for Lent, Marco? Oh, what was that? Was that the baby? The baby face? No, it's our clock that goes off. Oh, okay. That's the that's the grandfather clock. That's the that's the MVP clock. Yeah, it costs a, it costs a lot of money. I'm not even gonna say how much it costs oh, just yeah. to have that, just to maintain it. Um, it's all it's all I'm, gold plated. Yeah. <laughs> um, what what was the question? What I'm what I'm giving up? What what for, should uh, wrestling what should wrestling figure collectors give up for? Um, for life? Man, I don't even. I mean. Just uh, I don't know. Actually, I was like, I don't. I don't know if they should give up. Any- Me personally, I wouldn't give up anything for Lynn. <laughs> um, but that's probably a bad thing to say. But that's just my own personal opinion. But uh, okay. I don't know. Just give up. Just give up the hunt. Don't even hunt anymore. How about that? Just <laughs> give that up. Don't don't hunt. Just just surf the web and look for your figures that way. Don't. That's what you should do. I think. Um, Save gas money. Uh, we kind of skipped over it. We they just announced on Twitter. It was on Twitter that the uh, that All Elite Wrestling signed Lance Lance Archer. Uh, he's yeah. a former uh, New Japan Murder superstar. Hawk. He was in he was in a uh, WWE for a while. Um, yeah. I, I have a serious problem with with companies like when we were kids. When we were like teens, Attitude Era. When new wrestlers came out, they would do vignettes for them. They would hype it up and make it exciting. And then they would debut in you know some kind of grandiose fashion, and now it's just you, know, you just tweet about it on your you know and, and it's not just AEW WWE does this too like yeah. you know even even though you have NXT you can still have have the, them show up on Raw or SmackDown in a pretty exciting manner instead of just like you know tweeting about it or something you know it's just like you know this guy could show up and be you know be a surprise like there's you know that's the best we've talked about it that's the best part of professional wrestling is you know getting surprised when someone shows up or or turns on someone and all this shit so um i i don't understand why why they did that but um 
you know, just a random, like a random Thursday tweet, uh, two o'clock in the afternoon that Lance Archer signed with AEW. You know, it's like so yeah, un- like, so uneventful. You know, like the uh, especially with the Dark Order stuff with like the the Exalted one and all that. I mean, they're doing a good job with that, like keeping that a secret. I mean, there's a lot of uh, different things, so that, that that element is still there. Like they are still doing it, but not a lot. Um, I think the last person—it's probably someone after—but the last person I remember them doing that was with was with Velveteen Dream. They were doing vignettes with him and like different promos. I'm not sure if you remember that uh, when he was in a debut. They would do like they would have like purple smoke and like all this like um, these like weird videos and stuff like that of him, and he'd be like whispering something. So you're like, who the hell is what the hell is this? Who is this guy? Like you like you kind of like like intrigued on who this was. And um, if they were to just like throw him in there and say, "Hey, this is Velveteen Dream," you'd be like, "Who the who the hell is this guy?" But with the vignettes, like you're right, it does help their character a little bit more. Um, the Wyatt family—that was like a perfect example of like videos and stuff like that to like introduce you to the family and each member of the family and what their story was before they debuted in NXT and stuff like that. So yeah, they they are really taken away from just throwing out a tweet <laughs> and announcing somebody. I guess it's the age we live in now, you know, and I guess you kind of have to expect that, but, um, yeah, you know, whatevs, um, Should settle for less. Uh, what else do we have to talk about here? Let's go. Okay. Let's go outside the squared circle. Um, we didn't talk about this already. Uh, Samoa Joe suspended for 30 days, uh, for a violation of the wellness policy. He was also injured recently filming a commercial. I think he got a, uh, a concussion, uh, being slammed through a table or something. Um, I feel like ever since Sheena blessed this guy with uh, with her, with her approval, yeah, that uh, he's just gone downhill. I think it's the Sheena curse. Yeah, she should have just kept on the hate, kept the hate going yeah, for yeah, uh, right? Samoa Joe because he was he was on a tear when he, she was hating him. But now that so. she's spread that spread the love, it's it's all been downhill for uh, for Samoa Joe. So I mean, we might have to get her to hate him once more so he can get back on that, get back on track. Seriously though, I don't think they ever end up pushing him as a legit player now because uh, we saw you know Dolph Ziggler had one concussion and uh, you know he was skyrocketed to the top, won won the title on Raw the night after WrestleMania, yeah. all that shit. Um, Samoa Joe, I think you know super talented guy. I mean he's great on the mic as a heel. I mean I love I love him. I think he's one of the most talented guys in the company. I just think they just can't trust him to be a reliable player for them. So we'll, we'll yeah, see, we'll see what happens. Fruit. Yeah. Um, a lot of people on Twitter hating the fact that the, uh, the Bellas, uh, the Bellas twins or whatever you want to call them are being inducted into the hall of fame. Um, I have a totally different take than everybody, which seems to happen <sighs> quite often. Uh, yep. but why, why so much hate for the Bellas, man? I don't know. Um, I th- I think people forget that like all the other women uh, that were supposed to be in the Hall of Fame are in the Hall of Fame already. I think that's I think that's what it is. That's my own personal take on it. Like I think like how are they get it before this person? Well, this person's already in it. So like Lita's in it already. Trish Stratus is in it already. Um, Beth Phoenix is in it already. Um, who else? Who am I missing? Ivory's in it already. Jacqueline's in it already. Like, so all these like all these women that trailblazed uh, for women, they're already there. 
And I, the Bellas are a part of that. Like it or not, hate it or love it, they're they're part of that evolution. They were there during the divas part of it. They were there during the the evolution part of the women's evolution, and they helped usher in that type of that that style. So I don't get what the I honestly don't get what the hate is with them in the Hall of Fame. Is it? It seems like it's too short. Like they've only been around for a short amount of time. Maybe that's what it is. But other than that, as far as the work that they put in, I think they deserve it. Yeah, um, the, the the it's hard. It's hard to explain. the The Bella Twins came around in a period where you know wrestling, women's wrestling, was really not being considered serious. Um, exactly. And uh, I, I think Nikki Bella was definitely super underrated as a wrestler. Um, yeah. I feel like she put her heart and soul. I wasn't a huge fan of Brie Bella, but um, the, their impact on the wrestling business, like you know, I don't I don't want to shit on the British Bulldog, but. Um, I, I just, just to, just to compare them, you know, just to compare them because he's probably going to get in this year and he definitely deserves to get into the, the hall of fame, but they did way more in their career for the, for the business of professional wrestling than the British bulldog ever did. Oh God, dude. You know what you just did? Seth, Seth just heard this. He heard this. <laughs> he's in the middle of the ocean. He did. He's on a his battleship. Are, yeah. He's on no, battleship right ringing. now. His yeah. ears are definitely ringing right now, he's and listen- he heard every single word you said. <laughs> he's listened to this on on Morse code, probably. And uh, oh my god, yeah. dude, yeah, that's. I mean, I'm not going to agree with you on that. I'm going to go opposite and say British Bulldog deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. You know, he definitely de- else. definitely deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. But what what <laughs> what did he ever do? What did he do? the the Bella's t- The Bella's TV show has been on the, the air longer than Nitro was. Think about you know that. what I'll say? Think about that. Yeah, that's true. That is true. No, you're right. I, but I will say this. The British Bulldog will be in the Hall of Fame whether he likes it or not. <laughs> <laughs> true. That is true, young English boy from Wembley Stadium. Uh, that's it. That's, yeah. the, that's the only match I can think of that I ever – like, I, you know, I, I used to love him. I thought he was just a badass, like, shit kicker. But that's the only match I can think – if you ask me British Bulldog, you know, What's your favorite match? It's that match against Bret Hart, and Bret Hart carried him that whole match because, uh, you know, I think uh, Bulldog was high on some uh, extracurricular activities. But um, <laughs> I, I think I think he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. But it's like you know, it's just you can't pick and choose. Like you know, I just you know, fucking Donald, Donald Trump is in the Hall of Fame. You know, yeah, Cook will beware is in the Hall of Fame. It's not like. Uh, this is the same way for every Hall of Fame. I mean, baseball is the same way. You know, it's just like, you know, I think it's, they definitely deserve. They definitely deserve to be in. No, if you have any questions, just 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 do a search of uh, Google search of Nikki Bella GIF. Uh, there's a lot of good stuff that comes up. Yeah, yeah. And if you have any qualms or if you hate our takes, obviously ask Adric Foley. Let us know how you feel about our. Uh, uh, well, uh, not our Phil's British Bulldog take on uh, <laughs> who deserves it more, the Bellas or British Bulldog. Maybe we should put a poll up on Twitter. It is a little... who deserves to be in the Hall of Fame more, <laughs> British Bulldog or the Bellas. It's a little odd to me that they both got pregnant at the same time. Like they had to, they had to plan that, right? That's pretty. Oh gross. yeah, definitely. Yeah, pretty gross. Like you know, one got pregnant, and the other was like, like held her like husband down, and like you know. Made sure that she got pregnant too. I, I don't. I don't know. Um, it was a meeting. They all got together. Maybe. Yeah. Uh. yeah. 
Uh, I don't know. But uh, yeah, hats off to them. They deserve it. I think they've are they the first one that have been officially announced for the Hall of Fame? Yeah, over they talk about like British Bulldog, you mean like his uh, like No, like like via WWE, who has been announced for the W for the Hall of Fame this year? Because I, I'm I'm confused oh. between all like the dirt sheets and everything. Yeah, so the so Batista definitely was um, announced as an inductee. The NWO um, okay. minus Eric Bischoff minus the guy that created the NWO, yeah. which is still if anyone deserves to be in, it's fucking Eric Bischoff. Hundred yeah. percent. When it comes to our NWO, um, and then the Bella Twins. Other than that, there's the other ones are just like like you said, British Bulldog, which will probably be announced. But it looks like it's like rounded out. I'm not sure if they're. It's kind. Of, it seems like a smaller class this time around if they're not going to add first bulldog in it so it shouldn't be as long maybe they're trying to go for time constraints or or the nwo is going to take up most of the time because each one of them is going to have to talk at some point so i don't know but it seems like it's like rounded like it's like the bellas batista and the nwo i'm not sure if they're adding anyone else to it it doesn't seem like it anyway yeah i mean it's, we're getting pretty close now so we'll uh we will see here um let's see my wife's gonna love when I climb into bed like seven millilites deep tonight. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I wanted to talk to Sheena about this new TV show on Netflix that uh, is on Love. I think it's Love at First Sight or something. It's just it's just like like a car crash. Like I think I told you about it. Like there, it's like ten guys and ten girls that are in a, a house and they can't, they can talk to each other through like a wall, but they can't see each other. Oh, it's called love is blind. Sorry. Love is blind. And, uh, there's a new episode. I think there's like seven or eight episodes already of it. So, uh, it's definitely a, a good reality show to watch, but, um, you know, they, the, the, the point of it is like, they need to get engaged and they go to like a resort together. And then they like, they end up like just having a, a wedding like four weeks later, uh, after they meet the people. And I mean, this one couple, they, talked for like two days and got engaged like i can't even like <laughs> it's just like this it's just like the corniest like lines that they you've ever heard ever like i couldn't even like imagine like all they do is just talk about their like feelings because they all they can do is talk you know they can't like you know see each other um they didn't talk about like anything else besides like oh uh, they, they probably cut a lot like, of the stuff out of interests. it interests yeah they, yeah they probably get into that stuff but that's probably boring for tv but um yeah, it's just like it's definitely a must watch. It's like a car crash. Like you know, def- definitely, Jeez. definitely, definitely watch. I try to like figure out like, and they, they go to like a resort, and like I was like, there's nobody at this resort. It's like a beautiful like Mexico resort. Like, do they rent out this entire resort? Uh, they have 61 million Net- Netflix subscribers, and they each pay like what ten ten dollars a month, twelve dollars a month. Yeah, that's yeah, like how much? Take. How much money is that? Is that Six hundred million dollars a month <laughs> that they make off of the U.S. Like, there's yeah, no reason. Whoa. There's no reason that Netflix shouldn't have a new TV show every day come out. Like, why are we ever waiting for TV shows? Like, just fucking resurrect Elvis Presley and just like you know use his carcass to like make a new TV show or something. Um, but there is rumors that the, the WWE was going to sell some of their pay per view rights to. Uh, either Netflix or or Hulu or or some of these other oh, channels. Yeah, about, yeah, yeah we didn't talk about that. that last week, and people were pretty upset yeah. about it. Um, um yeah, I, I, my friends, uh, our group chat, we talk about wrestling, obviously. And um, the newer, the newest rumor was the uh, ESPN Plus app, which I could see that def like 
if there was a definite like person that was going to distribute pay per views or something like that, it was going to be ESPN. But they already have the relationship with them, um, and like UFC does it with their pay per views and stuff like that with ESPN Plus. Um, but yeah, there was a rumor that they're going to sell pay per views through uh, ESPN, the ESPN Plus app. So you like WrestleMania and whatever, probably like the major ones, not every single one. I'm assuming. But yeah, that was the other. That was that one seems more realistic than like Hulu and Netflix, to me anyway. But yeah, people are not happy. I'm gonna cancel my network. Hashtag cancel network. If not gonna have pay per views for nine ninety nine. Yeah, that was a yeah big thing happening over the past week. I think actually. Yeah, I would assume that um, they would still have the pay per views on the network. They would just be, have them available somewhere else. I mean, I don't really know what the logistics are yet, but um, yeah, I think that's still. To me, it's still worth it. I mean, I don't know who doesn't have ESPN. Like, you know, if you have ESPN Plus or if you have, like, when you signed up for Disney Plus, they offered you a thing with Hulu and Disney Plus and ESPN Plus and all this shit. Um, I don't I don't have cable anymore. I don't know if anyone listening still has cable. I'm sure people do. But um, I've, yeah. tried, I've tried to cut the cord and uh, have as many uh, subscriptions as, as I can. It's starting to mount up because there's so many goddamn streaming services now. But uh, it would make sense for them. They would be on a much bigger platform to be on ESPN or Disney or or Netflix. God, I mean, that would be awesome for them, you know? Yeah, no, I would – I mean, and they probably – I mean, I'm not sure I'm not a part of the WWE corporate, but I would would assume that they kind of like – No, if if, I mean, if if that that rumor is out there, I'm definitely not. I mean, I I do seem like I am, but I'm – I'm not, okay. no. But um, um, but yeah, I would I would assume that they want to like scale back on pay per views. That's why they're doing this. Like you won't see like every month a pay per view coming out if they do that type of deal. I would assume you'd only get like the big like bigger ones. Like Hell in a Cell is kind of like a bigger one now. TLC, um, and like uh, Money in the Bank, like those ones. But like the what it was like Over the Limits and like the whatever the like the weird one-offs that they have like you wouldn't see those i don't think through that um and and them coming out with that like ruthless aggression um documentary i think the network will go to like be an actual network like kind of like a discovery channel or national geographic where you'll see like older stuff like you have the you have the library that they purchase that you can watch as well as like new content not so much pay-per-views I mean, I don't buy for the pay. I mean, obviously the pay per view is a nice addition, but I like it for the shows that they put on, like the different documentaries that they watch, the old, the old DVDs that they used to put out that yeah. are now on the network oh, yeah. that you can go back and watch. That's yeah. why I, I have it. As long as I don't need to spend more money uh, for them, you know, if it's going to be on another service that I already subscribed to, um, I don't know if anyone uh, has uh, uses the stock market. I, I have some. I have some stocks. I have WWE stock. Last April, it was at to ninety ninety eight dollars was the uh, WWE stock. It is currently at forty eight dollars. So, um, oh you know, yeah, pretty pretty bad. Um, <laughs> can can you guess how much Amazon stock is? Uh, per share, per share, how much Amazon stock is? Has to be up in the hundreds, I'm assuming, right? It's twelve hundred dollars a share. Twelve hundred dollars a share. Yep. yep. Jeez. I know. Could you imagine if you bought that shit like when it was like now? Oh, oh right now it's nineteen nineteen seventy nine a share. Sorry. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Amazon is you know 
hate to turn this into a stock market podcast, but uh, <laughs> right. you know, it, and I had like an old four hundred one k from a company I worked for, and like they wouldn't let me cash it out, but I could like just use it for like uh, just stocks off of Fidelity. So I ended up just yeah. buying like a bunch of like random stocks. But so now I like look at it all the time. But like it's just it's just crazy. Like if you would have like invested, known what Amazon was like when it was like you know a hundred dollars a share or something small, like God. That's a way to make money without even like doing anything. Um, oh yeah, you know you could buy a lot of wrestling figures with that money. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I always think. Of. Every time I get extra money, that's all I think about. All right, let's get into our random merch of the week. Our, our random merch of the week is a Kenny Omega figures toy company figure on eBay. Yeah, tell, but tell um, you're a fan of them, right? The uh, figures FTC, the figures toy company. Oh yeah, their stuff is great. <laughs> Well, yeah, no, I thought I'd just throw this up there as like a, as a, as a, as, a, as he actually had an action figure before uh, this deal and stuff like that. So apparently, what they were doing, FTC, was they wouldn't do a deal with the company that they were at. They would do the deal with the wrestler directly for their likeness. So they would pay whoever for their for their figure. So if you like, you can actually look at the back of this if you go to the the link on the page. Um, and their accessories are pretty cool. Like they have like the cloth jackets and all that stuff. Um, just the likenesses aren't that great. But if you look at the back, all those guys, um, like the young bucks, they had a deal with at one point, AJ styles, um, uh, Chris Harrow was, um, Cassius Ono. He had a figure out Joey Ryan, uh, Tama Tonga, like all these guys, they all just did direct deals with this company. Um, and they came out with figures. This was that was like their first line, I believe that they did. Um, and then they had like wrestling legends too. That they did deals with like New Jack and Jim Cornette and um, um, I forget the other guy. But yeah, it's like this figure is like 150 bucks too. So if you want like the very first um, Kenny Omega action figure before he actually had a deal, like a legit deal, this would be it. And that, this is actually really hard to find. Like if you go to that website, it's unavailable. You can't get it anywhere. Wow. Uh, there's a lot of figures that they made that uh, you can't get anywhere. That's why it says a rare Kenny Omega figure. It's an actual figure. It's not a um, like a custom or anything like that. It's in FTC. They make a lot of different types of figures, not just wrestling stuff. But this was one of them. I thought I thought it was pretty cool just to see that he actually had a figure. I'm not sure what gear that's from. Um, so we could probably. Pick it up if I post the link. They can tell me what it is. Yeah, yeah I never so seen that before. Uh, yeah, it is cool for yeah. like uh, some of the small, you know, smaller company folks and like people that aren't signed to AEW or WWE to be able to get some figures uh, made of themselves. So yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, our retro wrestling recommendation of the week is probably one of the matches that I first remember watching as a as a as a young wrestling fan. This is from WrestleMania ten. Uh, in MSG, Bret Hart versus Owen Hart. Yeah, definitely. It was uh, actually picked by Shane Ivey. He's the other Shane in the group. He's not the Shane that won the the Cassius Ono, but he had, that was in the uh, the thread that I threw up there to pick a, uh, a WrestleMania match. So yeah, he picked that one. And uh, yeah, that's one of the that's considered one of the best opening or maybe the best opening match in a WrestleMania. Or any show ever, <laughs> I would uh, some would argue, um, but uh, I mean, much recently, not to derail from this, uh, Eddie Guerrero and 
Rey Mysterio at WrestleMania 21 is pretty close to a tie with that um, um, as an opening match. I'm going to put a vote in for Triple H versus Daniel Bryan. Ooh, Triple H versus Daniel yeah. Bryan. Oh, I yeah. was actually there in attendance. That's oh, right. you were. How did um, you forget about yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I, 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 you know what? I when you're the MVP and you've seen all the sites and you've, you've traveled. So much. Yeah, yeah, you see the world already. You like it, that stuff just gets thrown to the back. You're even like that's not even like a a thing to to dwell upon. But yeah, no, I totally forgot about that. Uh, he beat Evolution in one night. I always say that he beat Triple H at the beginning and then Batista and Randy Orton at the end. So spoiler alert if you haven't seen it yet. Um, but yeah, definitely uh, go back and watch. I mean, it's a it, it holds up. I'm not sure if any, if you've watched it recently at all. Um, Owen and Brett. And I think we were talking about siblings earlier in our group chat, like the different siblings throughout wrestling history. Oh, yeah. And how they like. Yeah. Um, we should definitely like maybe do like a bracket, like a sibling. That'd be fun. Like a just like a Owen Hart, Brett Hart, Stevie Ray and Booker T and Matt and Nick and all that stuff. So, yeah, definitely. um Definitely go back and watch that. It's a it's a definitely a five star classic if you want to use that. I don't do that myself, but if you want to rate it, it's definitely probably a five or even a six star classic. Watch that and the rest uh the Razor Ramon Shawn Michaels ladder match and just skip the rest of the card. Those two matches yeah, exactly. are probably the <laughs> yeah. best. Um but yeah, thank you, Shane Eby. Shane Eby is an executive chef for a hospital in Tampa. And uh, this is the last time I'll bring up the Facebook group. I posted on on Thursday, like, just wanted to know what everybody does for a living. And yeah, uh, yep. we've got some pretty diverse jobs in our, oh, our yeah. Facebook group. Uh, you know, between a, a youth director for the YMCA, uh, you got a couple chefs in there. Dale Krim is a wine rep just like me. He's in Virginia. And uh, the, the best job that someone posted uh, <laughs> was um, – do you know what I'm going to say already? Yeah, I know. I know exactly what it is. <laughs> okay, this is uh the the, the Ryan Bell Bellisley. He's a, a he just posted. This is all he wrote. He just walked away. Bacon room manager. I said. I said. Wait, <laughs> yes. what? And yeah, he works at a smokehouse, and he's the manager of the room that produces all the bacon. Uh, so That's... when when my wife kicks me out, I'm going to go live with him and uh, do an internship <laughs> there. And uh, yeah, he posted, even posted a picture of just like, you know, a thousand pounds of bacon just hanging, like drying. Like, my God, that looks amazing. Um, but I did have a hot take, and, and I think David, one of our patrons, agreed with me. Um, he said he doesn't like bacon. I do like bacon a lot, but I just like bacon. I like to eat bacon, uh, you know, on the side with eggs. I do not like bacon on, on my pizza or on my burger I just I I think bacon is good enough just by itself. What what do you say? What's your bacon thoughts? Uh, see, I'm a bacon on on stuff. Okay, so I like There's bacon by itself. I do like bacon on burgers. I do like um, like the little bacon bits on pizza sometimes. I, I'm not like a, it's not my go to thing, but if it's on there, I'll eat it. I'm not gonna pick it off and be like a nitpicker when it comes to that stuff. Um, but yeah, no, I'm a bacon on on burger. Definitely, it's okay. it, it brings like a a different element to your burger to me anyway. That's he said to each his own. Either way, it's not, it's not a wrong thing to eat. Bacon's good either way. It's no discrimination when it comes to how bacon is distributed amongst your, your palate. hundred percent, hundred percent. Um, yeah. So, uh, thank you guys for your, thank you, Shane, for your suggestion there. That is definitely a match. I, 
you know, I haven't watched that in quite a while, so I'm going to go back and watch that. Um, we appreciate you guys listening to the show. The show continues to grow every single week. Uh, Sheena will hopefully be back next week uh, as we recap um, both Super Showdown and AEW Revolution. Uh, you can hit us up uh, via our email. It's going to be ask at, at uh, chickfolioshow.com as the best way to uh, ask any questions or hit us up with any uh, concerns. Uh, it's patreon.com slash chickfolioshow to uh, become a member of the Foley family. We're constantly doing giveaways there on our page, and people are, are buying and selling figures uh, all day, every day there. Uh, we want to get to 300 reviews on uh, on Apple Podcasts, uh, on iTunes. I guess I guess it's still called iTunes. But uh, if you have an iPhone or an iPad, definitely go onto the podcast app and give us a nice five-star review of the podcast. And please, don't, don't make fun of Marco and his love for uh, Cheesecake Factory in your review. That wouldn't be cool. Don't do that. Don't definitely Dude. definitely don't do that in your review. Uh, make fun of Marco Marco's love for uh, Cheesecake Factory. Don't, yeah, don't I mean, do that. Come on, guys. We're better than that. Okay. Yeah, when you do that, you're just showing that you're broke and you can't afford it. So yeah, you can do it all you don't, do it all you want. It's, don't make any creative <laughs> jokes about Marco's love for uh, a chain restaurant. That uh, um, yeah. So, uh, uh, we will be back here next week, and uh, we appreciate you guys listening to the show as always. Uh, you can interact with us on our Facebook page, on our Twitter account. And, um, yeah, Marco, uh, enjoy your weekend here. Um, it's in the 60s for some reason, so uh, it doesn't even feel like winter anymore. Uh, nope. But uh, we have a lot of cool wrestling to watch this weekend. Uh, another cool thing about our group, we're going to be on our Discord chat uh, uh, during the pay-per-views. Uh, chatting with everybody in real time, uh, which is which has been pretty fun over the last couple pay-per-views. So uh, definitely, if you're a Patreon subscriber, check us out there. And uh, anything else before we get out of here, Marco? I know it's like the sun's about to come out. I'm I'm uh, I'm wired after that uh, that five-hour energy, but uh, I know you're probably ready for bed. Oh my god, yeah, no, I'm I'm always up this late anyway. I like just lay in bed and watch stuff. So, but yeah, nothing. You nothing have a TV. You have a TV in your bedroom. Yes, I do. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I have TV in every room. I've posi- I've uh, I've requested that from the uh, the heel wife quite a few oh, times, man. and uh, oh, we used to have on. one. We used to have one. Now the configuration doesn't really uh, allow for it, but uh, uh, yeah, because uh, because when we would watch TV in bed, it would just like you know we would watch like fifteen minutes of a show and she'd be asleep, uh, which I, you know I didn't mind. Then I could just turn on something else on, but uh, yeah, exactly. That's yeah. what I do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's the key. Uh, so anyway, thank you guys for listening. We'll be back here next week on uh, the Chick Foley show, uh, hopefully with Chick Foley with us. But uh, again, thank you guys for listening. We will talk to you soon. Uh, stay classy, Marks. Damn, it feels good to be a gangster. It feels good to be a gangster. A real gangster ass nigga plays his cards right. A real gangster ass nigga never runs his fucking mouth. Cause real gangster ass niggas don't start fights. And niggas always got a high cap. Showing on his boys how we shot him. But real gangster ass niggas don't flex nuts. Cause real gangster ass niggas know they got him. And everything's cool in the mind of a